and we are live. How's everybody doing tonight? My name is Anthony Brian Logan, and you're watching Andor listening to ABL Live. We got quite a few topics on deck for tonight. There's a whole lot to cover all over the internets, all over mainstream media, social media, everywhere. And I don't know where to start. We got Migrants Vineyard, formerly known as Martha's Vineyard, to talk about. That's a whole lot going on there with that story. We got Don Lemon being demoted from his primetime slot to a daytime slot with two co-hosts. And he is trying to deal with the, with the demotion by coping. We'll talk about that. Also, uh, Kanye West went on television, CNBC to be exact, and said quite a few interesting things about the gap, about Chinese manufacturing, about bringing jobs back to America. We'll talk about that in a minute. Also, shout out to the Babylon Bee for the hilarious parody of Californians new to Texas. We'll check that out in the full version if you've not seen it already. And also, Stacey Abrams is losing support with black men. 17% lower than last time. What is she going to do about it? We'll talk about all those things and more on tonight's episode of ABL Live. And thank y'all again for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on the internet. If you enjoy what you have heard thus far, if you enjoy the content, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. Thank you all for being here yet again. No, I couldn't do it without y'all. Shout out to the moderators straight from the beginning. I appreciate you guys as well. And if you're not subscribed to the channel, please do so. This is a podcast you're listening to right now, and it'll be available on the audio-only platform the next day. So today's what? Saturday the 17th? It'll be available at 8 a.m. tomorrow morning, Eastern Time. That's on Sunday. On your favorite audio streaming platform, wherever you go, Apple, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, link for that will be in the description box, or just go to your favorite audio streaming platform and search ABL Live. I should pop right on up. Subscribe to me over there. Give me a five-star rating or review, whatever you can. I most certainly appreciate it. Also, shout out to the sponsors for the show, as always. Shout out to me. Uh, shout out to my website. If you don't know, you got to go to anthonyblogan.com. If you ever have any question about where I get my sources, how to contact me through email, through snail mail, my social media accounts aside from YouTube, I have a uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. If you're ever wondering how to get in touch with me, the best way is my email, but I also have social media platforms. Those are all on my contact page. And if you want to send me, if you want to send me a thing in the mail, a physical item in the mail, you could do that via my PO box. All that's on Anthony B. Logan forward slash anthonyblogan.com. Pardon me forward slash contact. Also, on the website, you can find articles for each video that I produce. So I have all my sources there. You get more information. You get videos that probably couldn't be here on YouTube. Full versions of videos, uncensored stuff, all on the website. They can censor me a little bit on YouTube, but they cannot censor my website. So, yeah, check that out. That's a good resource for you and everybody else and your whole family, anthonyblogan.com. Also, Go to ablmerch.com. You know we got the hats, t-shirts, stickers, hoodies, mugs, and more right there on the website. Again, ablmerch.com. Check it out right now if you've not done so already. And we have patriotpost.us, another great source, the best source of news and information anywhere on the internet, says patriotpost.us. And if you want the beautiful handmade wooden flags on the right Muhammad, go to bhedesigns.com. All these links will be in the description box and or if you want a podcast it'll be some kind of box somewhere with these 
links right there. All right. So thank y'all again for being here. We got quite a few topics on deck. Um, I don't even know where to start. I think I want to start with, um, let's, let's start with Don Lemon. Let's go ahead and go there because the migrants vineyard, I love that story. That story is perfect, but I'm going to get into that a little bit later. Y'all hang tight for the migrants vineyard. That's what, that's what we, we're going to, it's, it's no longer Nantucket, Martha's vineyard. We're going to call that migrants vineyard. All right, but I'll get to that a little bit later. First and foremost, Don Lemon is canceled. He has been the next ball to drop, but we all saw that coming because with CNN, they got the new guy over there. Maybe I'm not saying his name right. How do you pronounce L-I-C-H-T? Is it light? Is it licked? I don't know. I'm going to just say light just to be family friendly, okay? So Chris Light, the new CEO over at CNN who replaced the former guy, Jeff Zucker, who became just a big anti-Trumper. You know, during the, the 2016 campaign, I think the news networks realized that amidst all the court cutting, amidst all the transition away from traditional media, newspapers, regular television, they could find a, a way to still be relevant. And what was that way? To ride the Trump train. But rather than talking about how much they like him, they talk about how much they hate him. So they were able to get hate watchers of Trump material. Everything's Trump, Trump, Trump. This is why still he's not been in office since January 2021. We're going to 2023. Before you know it, you'll close your eyes and it'll be 2023. You're talking about almost two years. They're still talking about Trump every day. Why? Is it because they think he's a threat to democracy and all this and that? Not really. Talk about him so much because it's a moneymaker. The the left misses Trump more than we miss Trump. That's a fact. They may not want to say it, but I can't tell. I cannot tell. The way they talk is like Trump is in office right now, but he's not. Anyway, I think Jeff Zucker really just went down this whole rabbit hole of Trump hate, Trump hate, Trump hate. And he couldn't do anything else other than that. So the network became that. And for a while before that, it was kind of a parody of itself, of its former self. It used to be a good network. You could turn on CNN and think you were getting a good television program, getting some good, honest, balanced news. But that became a joke over the past few years, especially. And you've heard the chance CNN sucks, giving a Jim Acosta. And by the way, is he still there? Is Jim Acosta still on CNN? First of all, if he is, I can't tell. I've not seen him anymore. He's like in this protection program. You might as well put him on the milk cart. And I've not seen Jim Acosta in a long time. I don't watch CNN, but still, I've not really heard about him. Is he is he okay? Can you go check on him and see if he's all right, if he's still breathing? But anyway, he'll probably be next if he's not gone already. But after they got rid of Brian Stelter and who else was it? Um, well, after CNN Plus fell apart, that was the first clue that they may, they may be do some kind of, there may be some trouble afoot. After CNN Plus flopped, after they put millions of dollars into it, then they got rid of um, uh, Brian Stelter and Jeffrey Tubin. I don't know what they were thinking about bringing him back. I mean, you do something like that on a Zoom call, it please, please do not put it in the chat. We all know what Tubin did. If you do something like that, how can you actually redeem yourself? <laughs> 
I mean, what? Like, okay, it was a mistake, all right, but you still showed yourself to your coworkers. Like, you could go to jail for that. They could have found somebody else other than him to speak on legal matters. I'm sure there's at least one more lawyer in the country, in the world, that could take his place. I don't know what they were thinking, but they got rid of him. They brought him back, then they fired him. They got rid of Lil Brian Stelter, Chris Cuomo, Jeff Zucker. So, of course, Don Lemon was going to be next. You guys called it. You guys knew it. We all knew that he was going to be next. But the issue is he didn't actually get fired. He just got demoted. He got demoted from his own primetime 10 p.m. show called Don Lemon Tonight to a brand new daytime show with two co-hosts, two young ladies. And the thing is, the daytime show is not even established yet. There's a show there called New Day or something like that. I don't know what CNN really does. I'm just kind of trying to recall what I read. I think it's called New Day, but they're going to cancel that show and then bring on Don Lemon and the two young ladies to start a new show to replace what was there to revitalize that time slot. I don't know what they're thinking, but he didn't actually get fired, unlike Chris Cuomo, Brian Stelter, Jeff Zucker, if he resigned or whatever, doesn't really matter, and Jeffrey Tubin. They all, they're all pretty much gone from the network. Although it's a demotion, because if you go from your own show, primetime, 10 p.m., to a daytime show with two co-hosts, that's being demoted. But here is Don Lemon speaking about the whole situation and saying that he didn't get demoted. This should be the correct video. Give me a second to pull it up, and let's go ahead and get it rocking. Oh, I got quite a few videos for y'all today. I have quite a few videos for y'all today, but here is just one of them. Is it three ladies that's going to be on the show with? I mean, good grief. Is it going to be like Harris Falconer's outnumbered? Is he going to be the lucky lady? Uh, let, me, let me stop. Let me just... <laughs> okay, let's go ahead and um, put this on the screen right quick. Hold on. Give me a little bit of sound. Let's make sure that everything is going the way it's supposed to go. And a bunch of eardrums out. Okay, we good. I was presented with an opportunity that I can't pass up at this network. And we have a new boss who um, is a morning show impresario. And he wants a morning show that will kick off the editorial direction of the network every single day. And I am honored that he asked me to do it. And for all of those who are out there saying, oh, he moved me and without my, he asked me and I said, yes, I could have said, no, this is my show. Now he, you could like, okay, let's, 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 let's explore that Don Lemon. He asked you if you wanted to move from Don Lemon tonight, your own show, 10 PM primetime to this brand new untested morning show with a bunch of co-hosts, you could have said no, but if you said no, what was going to be the reaction? What do you think? You don't see the writing on the wall, sir? You see your colleagues getting fired one by one. Big name guys, Chris Cuomo, Brian Seltzer, Jeff Tubin, all these guys, they're getting fired one by one. So you know that if you say no, you're going to get fired too. So let's not act like you had a choice. Man, you had a choice. The choice was move to the morning or get fired. That's really what it was. They probably gave the same offer to Brian Stelter. He had his own show as well, but rather than just getting removed from that show and being placed somewhere else, he's gone totally. And oh, before we continue, do you guys know that um, I think it's Harvard has made Brian Stelter a fellow? 
Let me just pause this right quick. I'm gonna come right back to it. I promise. I'm, I know I'm kind of scatterbrained right here. Okay, yeah. So, I'm gonna, just one second. I'm gonna come right back to it. So let's put this up. This is on deadline. Headline reads: Brian Stelter takes role as media and democracy fellow at Harvard's Shorn Science Center. I'm not making this up. I am not making this up. And you wondering why your kids go off to college, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, ready for the world, and they come back an Antifa member, a Black Lives Matter member, just kind of like sunken in, like teen spirit, Nirvana days, back like 1992? You wonder why they come back like that? Well, when you have guys like this, okay, teaching your children, I mean, maybe they might come back a little bit different, but let's go back to this right here. Let's start from the top because I kind of interrupted. You got to get the full context. I was presented with an opportunity that I can't pass up at this network, and we have a new boss who um, is a morning show impresario, and he wants a morning show that will kick off the editorial direction of the network every single day, and I am honored that he asked me to do it. And for all of those who are out there saying, oh, he moved me and without my, he asked me and I said yes. I could have said no. This is my show. I have a contract for this show. Mm. I decided that I would take him up on that and take this journey with him. So this is not someone moving me. And by the way, this is not someone saying, you must move to the right, Don Lemon. You must not be so, um, give so much of your perspective. None of that has happened. All of that is fodder for Twitter, which is not real. So stop it. I was not demoted. None of that. This is an opportunity. This is a promotion. This is, this is, um, a promotion. Really? Your own primetime show to being on a show with three or four or five co-hosts. That's not a promotion by any stretch of the imagination. You're on the same network. You didn't move to a different network. It's not like you went from CNN to, um, to Fox. You didn't do that. That'd be a promotion. That'd be a change. You're on the same network. You just got moved from one time slot to another one where there's fewer eyes on it and you're going to have um, less airtime. An opportunity for me to create something around. I was pres- So, yeah, that's interesting. And somebody said it in the comments. I almost forgot about that part. If they fire him, they could talk about, um, well, you know, I'm black and gay, whatever, whatever. They, they could say that. He, he could say that. He could use that black and gay card. But I think that he may not be able to say anything or fight against it if he's offered a role and doesn't take it. The offer was probably given to him as a way to force him out, in my opinion, or to say, look, okay, we don't want you in the primetime slot anymore. You're going to get off of that, and you're going to do this. It, it was more of a you're going to do this rather than you should do this, in my opinion. Not just because I don't like Don Lemon, or CNN, which I don't like either one, but I'm seeing the pattern of CNN. All these guys are getting fired one by one by one. They just fired Brian Stelter, Chris Cuomo, Tubin. All these guys are leaving, so he would be the next logical choice to go to get rid of. But rather than getting rid of him, they just demoted him. That's what happened. So, yeah, that's a whole lot of cope right there, sir. The, the cope is real. I don't know what kind of copium you got in your pipe. But I'm not, I'm not smoking it. I don't believe it. It is what it is. And, and a pay cut, Elisha? Yeah, probably a pay cut. Now, I wonder how that contract's going to go. So if you had a contract for Don Lemon tonight, I wonder what the terms of that were. 
was it for a certain number of years, certain a certain dollar amount? What was that all about? Because surely you're not going to get paid the same thing to be on a daytime show than you would for your your primetime show, unless they just want to transfer his contract to the new spot. Was it a renegotiation? Were, were lawyers involved? I want the details of that, sir. I don't want you just being on TV trying to cope for it. I really don't want to hear that. I think that it was a demotion, but it is what it is. So we'll see if CNN is actually able to right their ship. I'm not sure they'll be able to do it because I've seen some other clips from CNN that are kind of questionable. Um, I, I played the clip the other day of them comparing the whole um, migrants vineyard thing to the Holocaust. I'm going to try to find that clip right quick <laughs> because that, that, that right there just shows me that they're not really talking. They're not really serious when they're talking about trying to be more, be, be less partisan. They're not really serious about that at all. In my opinion, at least. All right. And if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. And here we go. Right on time. Well, Bill, I give him three, I give him four months. He may last four months over there before he decides to go on a different venture, all this and that and the third. You know how they do. Oh, I've decided that I want to go a different direction. I want to embark on a different journey. You know how they do. All right. So here's um, who is this right here? I don't even know who that is. These CNN guys at a certain point begin to look the same. Is that Jim Acosta? I I don't know. It's not Jim Acosta. I don't know who that is. We woke up to the news this morning that Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida sent two plane loads of migrants uh, to Martha's Vineyard off the coast of Massachusetts, including kids and whatnot. And I'm not saying this is not a one for one. This is not a parallel here in any way. But it does address some of the same themes. So you got Ken Burns right there. And if I'm not mistaken, that's legendary Ken Burns, a photographer. Um, I know Ken Burns is because I'm into the media stuff, video editing, there's an effect called the Ken Burns effect. And it's when you have a picture that slides from one place to the other and it grows in size or shrinks in size. You may see that in documentaries and some YouTube videos. That's called the Ken Burns. That's probably him right there. That's probably Ken Burns. Now, I don't think Ken Burns went to CNN thinking that this guy would compare um the Martha's Vineyard thing to the Holocaust or January 6th. I think it was Martha's Vineyard. Look up to the news this morning that Governor Ron DeSantis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Martha's Vineyard. I mean, come on. Like, but see, this is, this is CNN though. This is what, this is, t they say things like that. And it's like, okay, come on. I understand that you kind of are, are leftist guys. You have leftist points of view, but come on. Let's not be ridiculous now. I understand that I'm a conservative person, but I won't go on TV and say just outright absurd things like this. All right. I may not like the left. I may be totally against them, but I'm not going to be absurd in my arguments against them. That's all. So, it, so, so that, that is him. That's, that's, that's Ken Burns. That's what I thought that was. Yeah. The other guy, I have no idea who that is, but Ken Burns, legendary. But it's unfortunate that he has these political points of view. If that's what is going on from what I'm reading right there in the, um, in the, in the, in the chat, I didn't know anything about his political points of view. That's unfortunate. It sucks when you, when you know of people from their great accomplishments and then you get to know them personally and how they act in the world. And it's much different than what you would expect. 
that's really disappointing. That's 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 a big letdown personally for me. So it is what it is. All right, but we got quite a few videos on deck. I don't even know where to where to start, where to stop. Hold on. Let me see. So we got CNN. Let's talk about oh Kanye. Perfect timing for Kanye. Cause I got videos for from Kanye as well. So Kanye, now known as Ye, just Y-E, Ye, he has ended his 10-year run with The Gap. I guess he was producing uh, or like designing clothes for them. And that's coming to an end. And there was a, I guess you would say discussion, not really an interview, because in an interview is more question than answer. The interviewer, I don't know, like at a certain point, you got to understand who you're talking to. They had some random girl interviewing Kanye. It's like, can we get like, can you, can you bring the big guns out for Kanye? Can you give him a little bit of respect? You know what I'm saying? But it didn't really matter. It could have been anybody. It could have been a whole eggplant right there um, doing the interview because at the end of the day, all she had to do was just sit there and just smile and nod and not say too much because Kanye was pretty much just expressing himself and the gist of it as far as him leaving Gap is because they were not listening to him. They were not taking his advice. They were doing things without his consent. He wanted a certain price point that was much cheaper. They went up to, he wanted it to be $20. They went $200. They're doing pop-ups without his consent. They're doing all kinds of things that he doesn't want to happen. So he's like, okay, you're not hearing me out. I'm not liking the direction of the relationship. I'm going to go ahead and go a different direction and I'm going to end our partnership with the gap. That was the bulk of it. But there were a few other things that were said there that may pique your interest aside from just their personal relationship or the business relationship or whatever it was. There were quite a few things he said here that I think anyone could apply to life in America for sure. And one of the main things he said was about, um, about manufacturing and China specifically. Let's go ahead and pull that up right quick. Let's go ahead and get this. There we go. You know, this is the this is the day of liberation right here. This is the day to to not be just valued on the, on my cash flow to be valued on uh the equity that we bring. You know, I'm you know, we've seen the influence that we've had on on two Fortune 500 companies. Also, there's a lot of stuff where they have a lot of commitments to China. And, you know, when we wanted to do localized manufacturing, which is completely possible with some of the factories that I'm buying here in California, we can actually bring industry back to America. I feel that in a lot of ways, uh, Europe has been the head of uh, prestige and uh, with the luxury brands and luxury vehicles. And China's been head of uh, manufacturing, but America, we invented rock and roll. We are the most inventive. We, we are the youngest startup ever, America itself. So, you know, we, we invented Apple, we invented Ford, and now we have Yeezy. That was very well said. We got to bring manufacturing back to the States because at this point, it's like the United States is being known as just... I'm not sure. I'm not sure what we're known for consumerism, um, gluttony. I don't know what we're known for. At one point, we had a lot of factories. We, we made things. We were the hub. We were the center. But now Europe is more of the 
high fashion capital. You go over there to get your your high high end stuff. Gucci, Louis, all that, that's that's European stuff. Hermes, all these European names. That's what you get over there. It's to the point where you can have a thing with a European name and you'll think that it's high end just because of the name. I saw Jamie Foxx on one of these ads talking about Privé Revolt glasses. Jamie Foxx, is he European? No, he's not. You probably got some random um, white label company made in China with the name Privé Revolt on it. Because you think that it's something that's high-end and fashionable, although it comes right from some little kids in a sweatshop in China. That's probably what's going on. But different story, I digress. The point is that he had a point about Europe being the center of fashion and China being the center of manufacturing. So let's bring jobs back here to the States. Now, some may want to call Kanye crazy. He's off his mind. He's out of his mind. Get him his medication. All that and the third. Um, but is he? I can't tell what he said right there. It made perfect sense to me. Bringing jobs back to America, buying factories in China. I mean, buying factories here in California to take jobs away from China. But see, the gap, what he said right there, he, he said he said a key word, commitments. The gap have commitments to China, meaning, hey, we got contracts 10, 20 years to manufacture in China exclusively. You can't break that up. You're going to cause our price point to produce, to skyrocket. Therefore, we're going to have a lower profit margin. You're in the way. And Gap is already kind of like down. Gap was down like 50% year to date in the stock price. And then after Kanye said he wants to back away, they went down even more. They're trying to blame the stock price plummeting on Kanye, but it had already been going down before that. Maybe if they took heed to what Kanye was saying, they'd do better. Maybe, maybe not. I can't tell. But regardless of what, he's going to go ahead and end that relationship. And there was some more here that I wanted to show. Um, oh, hold on. Here's here's one here's one thing that I gotta play. If I've not played it already, hold on. Let's go ahead and put this on the screen. So, sorry to interrupt. I just while we have you, you know, we're 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 showing the stock right now of Gap and Adidas, and they're they Gap got hurt today on that news. And in general, it's been a struggling retailer. They lost the CEO, Sonia Singal, the one who you, I believe, made the deal with to begin with. And they're trying to stabilize the overall business. You've always liked this company, and you talked about how you had high hopes for, for the partnership. Do you think that Gap can ever sort of regain its cool again and, and, they only and be have, they only a big have player? One, they only have one opportunity to be able to be a big player. What do you think it is? <laughs> I feel like you're not happy with them today, so you're not going to be too optimistic. No, I'm saying and they have one individual on the planet that could save the gap. <laughs> and who that is individual. Uh, I'm, I'm asking you, who do you think it is? Sometimes the answer is sitting right in front of you. <laughs> dead serious. Like the whole time, he's dead serious. No smile. Like I'm, I'm not even really trying to play no games. This, this is just me. I'm being 100% serious. Well, there, there was a lot of potential in this deal, but it sounds like you're, you're terminating. Well, the, it, it, don't, don't bring a leader in and have them not lead. Why, you know, why would I argue with people who are getting paid by the gap? I'm sorry, you know, I'm not going to argue with people that are broker than me about money. <laughs> I mean, that right there is my favorite part. I know it's kind of like, you know, 
it, it's good for headlines and little sound bites. But I, I mean, I agree. I agree. You know, if you have a track record of success, things you touch turn to gold. You have the Midas touch. Things you touch turn to gold for the past 20 years. At a certain point, it's like, look, I'm not going back and forth with you. I know what I'm doing. I have success. I've been doing it for a long time. What are we talking about if you've not had that same level of success? Sure, we can have, we could talk about having conversations and whatnot, but at a certain point, <laughs> I'm not even really going to do it. And somebody's going to say, oh, he's arrogant, all this and that. But is he, is he, can you call him a liar? See, one thing that I hang my hat on is telling the truth. Call me whatever you want to call me, but don't call me a liar, right? Call me whatever you want. Call me, you know, from the left, especially, I got all kind of racial slurs thrown at me from the left. N-word this, N-word that. Oh, yeah, definitely. In, in the DMs, messages, emails, N-word this, N-word that. But but check it out. Here's a, here's a video. I won't play the full video. A lot of you guys have already seen it. But this video right here, again, I won't play the full thing because it's it's a lot. And we're not worth our hip-hop over here. But this is some fight in New York. It's a piece of it. The guy's getting punched all in the face and it's not even really facing him. This is how I feel when I'm getting called the N-word a million times by these hateful leftists and I'm unfazed. Exactly. See, that's, that's me right there. It's like, that's all you got? That's all you going to do? You punch me in the face, it's doing nothing. That's how I feel with all these virtual stories thrown at me. That's how I feel because at the end of the day, what you're saying doesn't even really make a difference. <laughs> you know, I, I know what I got going on. I know how to operate and handle myself. So your racial slurs make no difference. If you're arguing with me about how to get certain things done and I've had success in that and you haven't, I'm not even really phased. Thank you for your input, but I, I can't, I can't do nothing with the punches. I'm, I'm eating them. It's like a little Pringles. It's Pringles. It's not, it's not going to affect me. That's pretty much how that goes. So, yeah, that clip came from New York City. New York City, I mean, what's going on? Is it like that in New York? And the full clip was crazy. The guy brought a hatchet out. Now, luckily, nobody got hurt. He brought the hatchet out and was just tearing stuff up, breaking glass and the tables, but he didn't actually hit anybody with the hatchet. If the hatchet would have went into somebody's skin or their head, I mean, you're talking about something gruesome. You're talking about video game type violence. But luckily, that didn't go on. He was just kind of using it as a threatening mechanism. So yeah, shout out to shout out to Kanye and shout out to the person with the axe for not going um, full crazy and splitting somebody's wig literally because we don't want to see that happen. We don't want to see the 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 cake meat get exposed to the world. We don't want to see that, right? All right, but if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. And I'm just looking at videos right here. So you may see me kind of go over that way. I'm looking at some of these videos that I have to play for you guys. All right. Oh, speaking of videos. Now, here's another kind of fight one, but it's not really a fight video. This, this right here is a happy story. A happy story about Chick-fil-A. A lot of you guys have already seen this one. Now, Chick-fil-A, we know, have great customer service. And you guys don't spoil it, please. But they have great customer service. It's like you walk in there like a king. They may as well roll out a red carpet, put the, the, the silk cape on your back, give you a crown, give you a scepter, 
it'd be like, your highness, your number one with no cheese is right there on the thing. It's ready for you. They treat you like you're the best person on planet Earth. The customer services, they have excellent customer service. You know how it goes in some of these spots. You know, you know the old meme, you go to Chick-fil-A, you pull up to the drive-thru. Hello, how are you? Have a blessed, wonderful day. Go to McDonald's. Go ahead. That's kind of how it is. Now, there was an attempted carjacking in a Chick-fil-A parking lot, and one of the employees ran to stop it. Let's go ahead and watch this. So you can see the employee right there with uh, the high-vis kind of um, thing on his, on, his, uh, on, on his body, and the guy in the gray was the attempted carjacker. And I think there was a baby in the car he was trying to carjack. And the whole crew comes out there. Managers, employees, everybody comes out there to secure the situation. So you're talking about great customer service. My pleasure, sir. Hey, that right there is what I'm talking about. Stopping the whole carjacker. Love it. Now, get that kind of service at, at McDonald's or Wendy's. Will you, perhaps? And they got a little, you know, little baby right there. That the, the lady was um, holding. Okay, that, that probably ain't the actual. It might be the baby right there that belongs to the, the woman. I'm not really sure. But yeah, that was crazy. Trying to carjack a lady with a baby. Brought daylight in a parking lot by the Chick fil A. And they stepped right into action. <laughs> it, 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 service, service with a smile. You want to be a carjacker? Get hey, we we're serving we're serving um, chicken. We got fries, lemonade, and also you can get beat up if you want to carjack some lady in the parking lot. How about that too? We're serving butt weapons. It's it's not on the menu, but if you order it, it's going to come up right away asap. Ain't gonna be no line. You're gonna get you're gonna get served that butt whipping instantly. That's how it's gonna go. So yeah, shout out to the man. Shout, shout out to the young man at the Chick Fil A. Um, I don't know his name. I don't know where this was. Maybe you guys know in the comments. But whoever that young man was, and wherever you was, shout out to him. That was fantastic. Matter of fact, I'm gonna look it up right quick so I can give him his uh, credit. Uh, Chick Fil A carjacking. So okay, let me, let me. I got here. We go. We got a story right here. So. It's in Florida, so shout out to Florida. And that's a young man right there on the left. Chick-fil-A employee held for stopping a man from carjacking mother with infant Thomas Michael Gordon praised as one incredible individual after fighting off a sailing outside Florida restaurant. So that's him right there on the left in the red shirt. All right, this is um, Okaloosa County, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, shout out to him. Hey, man, I don't know. Give him a reward. Give him a promotion and something. Give him a whole store. Right, he could be. He could be. A, he can wear all the hats. As a manager, you got to wear all the hats, right? You got to be able to um, prepare the food, serve, run the register, clean up everything as manager. So give him his own store. He can be the security as well. <laughs> you want to come in there acting crazy? Hey, my man Michael gonna put them paws on you and stomp you in the wine. So shout out to Michael. All right.
Yeah, where'd it go? Young man, probably about, maybe probably about 18, 19, maybe, if that. Nah, he's, he's 26. I'm tripping. <laughs> he looked like we're baby face, but he's 26 years old. All right. So it says four years ago, he helped rescue two girls after a construction crane fell on their car. So he's a good Samaritan. And that's what America's all about. Being good Samaritan, going out there, helping your fellow, helping your fellow man, helping your neighbor, looking out. That's what it's all about. That's sometimes lost in today's society, but we got to get that back for sure. We, we got to get it back. All right. But if you like what you're hearing so far, you know what to do. Hit the, hit the thumbs up. Give me a like. Uh, subscribe. Do all that good stuff. And what else we got going on? Okay. Let's talk about Migrants Vineyard. Oh, man. Migrants Vineyard. This is hilarious. And the memes. The memes have been nonstop. I got a few memes to show you guys about Migrants Vineyard. We all know what happened with Migrants Vineyard. Um. So Ron DeSantis sent a plane of 50, 5050, not 5,000, not 500, not 50,000, 50, 50, 10, five times, five groups of 10. Now you got to do like this now. You, you see some of those um, signs up. There was a, um, before I get to the memes, there was a different meme that says, <laughs> 15 is this many and it had, hold on, hold on. I, I gotta, I gotta find, I gotta find that. I gotta find that meme. Just give me a second. Oh, here it is. <laughs> now they, they say it's fake, but I can't tell the way things are going now with, you know, kids that can't even really count change or read in adults same way. If this is real, I wouldn't be surprised, but if you can't see it, it says, um, I'm not sure what this is. Some kind of store. It's the express lane. It says 15 item limit. And it says 15 is this many. And it has three um, hands with five fingers up. <laughs> okay. So I got to do it like that sometimes. I don't know who's watching. Sometimes you might have some people that might be, you know, lost in the sauce or whatever's going on. The, the point that I'm trying to make is he only sent 50 migrants to Martha's Vineyard, now known as Migrant's Vineyard. And what was the response to that? They called him disgusting. It's a political stunt. So, uh, Keith Oberman, who's in that, said it was kidnapping and human trafficking. And DeSantis should be charged for each individual that was kidnapped and human trafficked. How is it kidnapping when you voluntarily get on the plane and you get sent somewhere in the USA? The whole point was to get sent. The whole point was to get to America, right? And you have sanctuary cities, sanctuary towns, places, or whatever. They say they're welcoming. They say they love these migrants. Okay, if that's what it is, then you guys should be able to house them. Now, a, mis a mistake I made was saying that the people that, the celebrities and whatnot who have houses there, live there. I mean, they don't really live there full time. They come on vacation. But the point is that um, this place has a lot of money due to all of them having homes there. You're talking about most million dollar estates. The Obamas had like what? 500 house guests for their party. They had the other, like what, about a year or two ago, a big soundstage concert and all of that. So if they're not there for most of the year, that estate is left empty and nobody there. Right? So you can house 50 migrants right there. 
You got the resources, Barack Obama, Michelle Obama. You guys make plenty of money. You put out one book on Amazon. That's enough right there to feed them for a long time. So why can't you house them? Why you got to deport them? But before I get to that, here's a here's the um the sign that they have in Martha's Vineyard. It's a little graphic. It says the island of Martha's Vineyard. It's like like a little welcoming sign, like Statue of Liberty, right? With the little poem on the bottom. Bring us your weak, your tired, or whatever. Okay, check it out. This says we respect women. We value black lives. We stand with our LGBTQ community members. We stand with immigrants, with refugees, with indigenous people, and with people of all faiths. We stand with our community. And it says, all are welcome here. Hate has no business here. This is what they say. This, this is their mantra at Martha's Vineyard. But then when you get 50 of them that come to, when I say them, I mean immigrants. Look, check it out. Immigrants, refugees, indigenous people, because they come from Venezuela, right? They're like Indians, basically, same as the American Indian. So you have, what, three to four, three, three of the, the six right here. But when they come to your doorstep, all of a sudden, it's disgusting and it's, it's, it's human trafficking, it's kidnapping. No, wait a minute. I thought you guys were welcoming to these people. I thought you guys wanted these people. But I guess now that it's hitting you home, you don't want it anymore. And there, there's some memes to go along with it. Shout out to all the meme guys out there making these fantastic memes. You know, we couldn't, we couldn't do this without you guys. You, you guys make life so much better because these memes are hilarious. And, and, the, and the intelligence to, to come up with these ideas for the memes is just beyond my comprehension. You guys way smarter than I am. So here's one of my favorite ones right here. Hold on. I got to put this one up. Give me a second to load these. I'm on fake book and they want to take forever. Hold on. I got, I got quite a few. So here's one. Here's the first one I saw. Can I get it on the screen or not? Nah? Okay, there we go. So here's the first one. So this, this is like a little mashup. You have the background of Martha's Vineyard and you have photoshopped on there. And sh sh shout out to Grand Old Memes for this one. I believe the other one as well is Grand Old Memes. But what Photoshop's on here is back when the Haitians came to the southern border and the guys on the horses were trying to get them rounded up. Um, these guys got bags of food and all kind of stuff. Like they, they went grocery shopping some kind of way and they're running from the border agents. And then they said these horse reins that are right there were whips. That was a crazy story. Remember that? They said that they were trying to whip the, the migrants because they were black. That the horse reins were long horse reins. That was it. And check it out. Although there was an investigation, they said these are not whips. They were horse reins, and there was no foul play. Even though that happened, these guys still got disciplined for that. That there was still a punishment and reaction to the so-called um, whips, although they're not whips, they're horse reins. But this right here is a classic montage. So shout out to Grand Old Memes for that one. And then also, here's another one. The classic uh, Simpsons. So this one is of one of the Simpsons characters. I forget who it was. You guys know um, one, one of these um, characters. I forget, I forget his name. Y'all know who it is. But anyway, he, he's replacing the sign that says, you know, one of these um, really woke signs you may see in somebody's house or on their front door. You know, they have those little signs that say welcome or something. That might be right on their front door. It might be in their kitchen. 
or something like that, or in their little kitchen island on an easel. This says, in this house, we believe science is real, black lives matter, no human is illegal, women's rights are human rights, love is love and kindness first. That's coming down off of the Martha's Vineyard front placard right here. That's coming down, right? And what they're going to put in this place, warning, 24-hour video surveillance, private property, no trespassing. They, they go from super welcoming to HOA Karens in a heartbeat, a heartbeat. They be on the phone. Hey, as soon as that plane land, um, <laughs> governor, get 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 them out of here right now. Get them out of here right now. And you know what? It was funny because um the, the news covered this so ridiculously. Matter of fact, I gotta re-review that actual footage. No, I, I did the video, but I gotta go through it again because the news have one agenda to speak about these migrants, like uh, to, to try and make it seem like they love these migrants and they hate to see them go. But if you hate to see them go, then why are you making them go? The migrants, the illegal aliens are going to a military base off Cape Cod. But why make them leave? Why can't they stay right there Martha's Vineyard? You don't have enough space. You got plenty of space. You got all the empty houses. These big celebrities. Carter Obamas. They let them stay in their house, right? Right? Open borders, right? You know, no, no human is illegal, right? Oh, okay. Well, if I'm, if I'm not illegal, I can just do whatever I want. I'm going to go to Obama's house. I'm going to just go to his room, put his uh, robe on, smoke his cigars, put on Big Mike's Timberland boots. I'm, I'm sorry. That was, I shouldn't have said that. But anyway, I'm going to go there and do whatever I want to do because I'm not illegal. Okay? But let me find that, let me find that news clip right quick. And then I'm going to, you're going to go through that a little bit. This is from um, NBC News. I got to put it on the screen for you guys. Give me one second. All right. And if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. Here it is. But not Here it is. Perfect, perfect timing. Is this NBC? Yeah, it is. Let's check it out. Now to the latest twist in that battle brewing over President Biden's immigration policies. Today, dozens of migrants who were flown to Martha's Vineyard by Florida's Republican governor were on the move again. Emily Ikeda has the latest. After a chaotic 48 hours, the nearly 50 Venezuelan migrants flown to Martha's Vineyard by Florida's governor are back on the road, ciao, ciao. being moved to a military base off the island. But not before tearful goodbyes. Tearful goodbyes. Are you? Are you so? Uh, how? How? How corny? How? Like the, the gaslighting is real. Tearful goodbyes. Why are they crying? Who's crying? The 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 um illegal aliens or the people that. One of them, or people that were on the phone like this, hey, they, they were on the phone, come get them, send them to the military base, we can't do nothing with them. Who's crying? If if it's people that were on the phone, the super Karens on the phone, they might be making crying sounds, but it won't be one wet tear at all. Not not at one. Face is dry to Sahara Desert. To the volunteers who rushed to help when they unexpectedly touched down Wednesday. I'm thankful for the support, for the good people here. They've given us phones, food, shelter, 23-year-old Rafael says, telling us he crossed through seven countries to flee violence in Venezuela. Man got braces and looks real well kept, brand new baseball caps. You know, one thing about this, about the illegal aliens, people think that if you don't live in the United States, you're just living in a third world country. If you don't live in Europe or... K 
Canada, USA, Australia, you're living in a third world, just ridiculous place. It's not quite like that. It might not be the same level of success as the USA, but you're not like living in a, a dirt hut on the ground. A lot of them got plenty of money because in order for them to get brought over here by a coyote, they got to have five, 10 grand in cash and U.S. dollars. How do they get that kind of money? If, they, if, they're, if they're such in poverty and they're so impoverished, how do you have five grand, 10 grand to burn? Do you have five grand to burn? If I would say to you right now, hey, can I have $5,000 and you may get it back? You might not get it back. There's no guarantee. Just go ahead and give it to me. Be prepared to lose it and get nothing in return. No recourse. Could you do it? A lot of us look like a lot of us like like check the check in America in the great place. But guys like this got plenty of money. It's kids right now that can't even afford to get braces in America, but he has braces and he probably had a cell phone and everything else. So I'm not trying to hear this sob story. I'm I don't I, I'm just tired of being gaslit like this. And the American people need to understand the truth that a lot of these so-called migrants got money and they come here to get more money to send back home. It's really difficult. I'm scared to return to my country, he added. The migrants were given the choice to go to the military base, according to Massachusetts governor. He says the base is better equipped for safe, temporary accommodation. Florida's Governor Ron DeSantis sent the migrants to the wealthy, largely Democratic enclave, joining a growing list of Republican governors protesting President Biden's immigration policies, which they say have sparked the record two million illegal border crossings this year. DeSantis argues it's unfair to southern states that don't have the resources to handle it. This is a massive policy failure by the president. This is a massive and intentional policy uh, that is causing huge amount of damage all across the country. But Democrats are blasting the move as inhumane and a political stunt calling for. Why is it inhumane? I've heard that word used a lot as well. That's kind of an astroturf type thing. They want to keep that word out there to make you believe that it's true. But why is it inhumane? They sent them to Martha's Vineyard, a beautiful resort type place with a lot of wealthy people, a lot of resources, a lot of money. Why is it inhumane to send them there? I mean, for celebrities, it's considered a vacation spot. For the Obamas, it's a vacation spot. So why is it a vacation spot for the Obamas where they got a big birthday party with other celebrities, big name musicians and politicians and, you know, socialites? Why is it a vacation spot, a beautiful place, an exclusive resort for rich people, but it's inhumane. It's an illegal alien there. Does that make sense? No, it doesn't. These words they're saying don't make any sense, but they just used to try and craft a particular narrative, trying to label DeSantis and us as conservatives as inhumane and intolerant and hateful, bigoted, red hat wearing monsters. That's the whole point they're trying to make. Although their claims don't hold any true water. When you keep saying it over and over again. People believe it. And when you ask them, hey, why do you believe that? They're coming up short on answers. And the reason why they believe it is because they kept getting told it over and over again. They, they can't really, they, they won't admit to that. And they probably don't even know what's going on. They're being programmed in the background. That's why they call it programming. But I'm getting triggered and long-winded, so I digress. For a federal investigation, because many of the migrants say they did not know they were being sent here. And that's something else. They say, or oh, they didn't know where they were. They're not, they don't really care exactly where they are in America. All they know is that they're in America, okay? They see this um, fake white liberal coming up to them with a big cheesy and girl in their face when they get off the plane 
with a gringo accent. They know where they're at. They know they're in America. That's all that matters. They're not back in Venezuela. They're not back in El Salvador or Guatemala or Nicaragua or Mexico. They're in the USA. That's all that matters. They could be in California, Texas, uh, New York, Illinois. It's irrelevant. It's totally irrelevant. And because when they come, when they come to the border, they don't really know exactly where they are. They don't like, oh, we're in Eagle Pass, Texas. We're in El Paso, Texas. We're in um, Albuquerque, New Mexico, Tucson, Arizona. They don't know where they are. They don't really care. All that matters is to get across that border and get into the interior. And what happens is when they come across the border, a lot of times they get rides, free plane rides from the U.S. government straight to the destination. So if it's inhumane to send them to Martha's Vineyard, then why is it not inhumane to send them to Chicago, Illinois, when they request it in a more dangerous place? It doesn't make any sense. So, yeah, shout out to Migrants Vineyard for deporting those illegal aliens within 24 hours. It said 48, but really it was 24 because I, I did my video on September the 15th, like right when it happened. September the 16th, they were on the boat. <laughs> they were on that boat September the 16th. At they, they mobilized right away. 125 National Guard for 50, 5050 illegal aliens. They had buses, a boat, all of that. Now they were able to come, they were able to do that in that period of time. But then when we say, hey man, there's something borders wide open, let's secure that. They want to hem and haw and kind of just not really address the issue. So I like what they're doing in Florida, in Texas, New Mexico, wherever. Let's send these illegal aliens to the migrant, to the, to the sanctuary cities. Send them there because you can be for it until it's right in front of your doorstep. Then all of a sudden you, you change your mind, you change your heart. You know, that's why a lot of people, they believe in these leftist policies because they're kind of insulated from it. You're in Chicago, you live in a nice area in northern part, you don't really see any violence, and you're voting for things that are going to perpetuate the violence, like defunding the police. You're not worried about the violence in your nice neck of the woods, but then when the violence creeps up to you, or when you have to move and you go down to a lower income type area, all of a sudden, now you want to change your tune because now, now it affects you. But when it doesn't affect you, you can have the position of being uh, sitting on the moral high ground and say, oh, well, defund the police because they over-police black communities. Meanwhile, when you do that, crime gets worse. But you don't really care because you get a pat on the back, a self-pat on the back. I did good. I supported the black community. I supported democratic policies. Give me a pat on the back. But I digress. Speaking about democratic policies and self-pats on the back and whatnot, Let's speak about Stacey Abrams and her plan for the black man. Now, Stacey Abrams is polling 17% lower than she did last time among black men. And that's, that's, a, that's a good sign for me because if you're trying to change hearts and minds to get more black folks to become conservative, that's, that's, a, that's a good sign right there because that is letting me know that people who voted for her the last time are starting to think twice and be like, wait a minute. Stacey Abrams, I don't think I want to vote for her. I think I want to keep Brian Kemp. I think I want to vote a different direction. I think I want to go conservative. Because if you lost that, if you're losing that kind of support you had last time, you got to ask the question, why? What changed between 2018 and right now, 2022? What's the difference? I think it's the minds of people that are becoming more conservative because they see what's going on. They see a place like Atlanta, Georgia, with their crime is crazy. That crime out of control 
And a lot of these policies kind of perpetuate the crime. And you have um, the new prosecutor down there, and she's cleaning it up. And people down in Atlanta are supporting it 100%. It kind of flies in the face of the whole defunded police narrative when we're trying to get tougher on the crime. And people like Stacey Abrams may support efforts to not be tough on crime. You see what I mean? So she's losing support with black men. Now, um, they're trying to fix this. They're trying to fix it because I was reading this article and they said that Stacey Abrams needs to get 90% of the black vote to win. To have a chance at winning 90%. They said she was at 90% or there about last time and still lost. So if she's going to be less than that, it's going to be a problem. You see, it's funny how when they don't get that particular, just un, um, um, un, undying, loyal support for the Democratic Party, you become a problem. Now they got to try to figure you out. Now they want to do something. And I've always said that it's like you can't just keep voting for the same people all the time. You don't get anything in return and expect to have anything done for you to expect your vote to help you in any kind of way. If you keep voting for the same people that do nothing for you or your community or, or make things worse, you vote for the Democrats and they're talking about defunding the police, gun control, higher taxes, things that directly impact your life. You having a harder time being able to pay bills because of, higher taxes, minimum wage hikes. It's going to cause localized inflation like California right now with the gas prices only that high in California. Okay. You keep voting for the same thing over and over and over again, wondering why things keep getting progressively worse. It ain't hard to tell, but I digress. So they're trying to fix the problem with Stacey Abrams and her polling numbers being very low with black men. And I got a video for you guys that I'm going to show first. I didn't show this video yet. This one is very interesting. Shout out to Rhonda Mary for this particular video, um, for posting it. You guys got to check it out. Give me one second here. This is uh, Tiffany Cross on MSDNC talking about what's happening right now with Stacey Abrams and the black male vote in Georgia. This is on television. This is an actual TV show. This ain't no podcast. This ain't YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. This is on television. Cable, probably prime time. She said this on TV. Let's check it out. Roland made a really uh, legitimate point here. Um, I will say, you know, a lot of black men sometimes feel like they're ignored or they're put down, particularly sometimes even by black women in the media. So this is not that. But I do hear Roland's point that felt ignored. But you feel ignored and then you go over to the other side. The oppressed feel oppressed. So then you go and try to align with the oppressor. So I'm not putting black men down. But sometimes it's like, well, some of you Kevin Samuels following Tariq Nasheed quoting people, please look at the truth and see what's happening. And get in line with some of the black women is majority, like he said, vote Democrat. But that margin of people who can be plucked away from your people and go advance policies that harm your people, I just don't understand that. <laughs> I mean, I'm almost speechless. I'm almost speechless. That was crazy. And it was funny because what she said was, hey, I know a lot of black men, you feel attacked all the time by sometimes black women on television. This ain't that, but hey, man, get in line. Get in line, boy. Follow us. Follow the, follow the, we're the leader here. We're the woman king here. Follow us. Get in line. Go back to the Democratic plantation. Don't get the plantation. Come back with us. Get back in the field, boy. Get back in the house. That's what, that's, that's, I know she didn't say that specifically, but that's what I heard in my mind. 
That's what I heard in my mind. Now, am I am I tripping? Am I hearing things? Or did you hear that as well? That was on television. That was crazy. That's their response to black men polling 17% lower for support for Stacey Abrams. Now, rather than insulting me and talking about I'm a Kevin Samuel supporter, treating the sheet supporter, rather than trying to insult me, it's, it's, not, it's not really an insult, actually. Kevin was a friend of mine. Shout out to Kevin. Rest in peace. Rather than trying to insult me, how about saying, give me your actual reason and why I should come back? Insulting me is not going to do it, you know, because if I support Stacey Abrams in 2018 and now I don't, it's for a reason. You insulting me just solidifies that reason for me. I'm not getting anything other than insults and just childish little little disrespectful type words from you. I'm not... I don't see any improvement. I don't see anything that's going to help me, my community, my state for black, white, Puerto Rican candy stripe. I don't really see it. So I'm not going to go over there. You insulting me won't help that at all. I never understood that. It's so weird. It's just like Joe Biden talking about, hey, man, vote for me. You ain't black. It's the same thing. It's like, why would I vote for you just because you say something like that? Charlamagne the God was asking them, what are you going to do for the black community? He was like, look, man, forget all that. Vote for me or you ain't black. How about that? I ain't giving you no policy. I ain't giving you nothing. You vote for me or you're not black no more. That was the exact same thing that she just did. That was disgusting, quite frankly. It was disgusting. Now, Stacey Abrams tried to put out a list for um, black men on the website, but it was so silly. I won't read the entire thing. You guys know I did the video. It's in the box for that one. Um... But there are a few things here. Hold on. Let me see if I can find it right quick. Um, Where is it at? It's somewhere. I'm going to go to the website and find it. Yeah, just be a sheep like black women. Just just, just be a sheep. Don't don't question anything. Just shut up and, sh- shut up and vote, man. I ain't, I ain't trying to talk to you about actual things I can do to help you. Nah, man, just shut up. That's what I heard. That was crazy. So here it is. Black men's agenda. Now, this, this was so cringy. Look, look at this picture. Look at, look, okay, first of all, <laughs> I mean, all right, the effort here is super low. Black men's agenda. You got two guys in Atlanta, most likely. One guy is falling out, cracking up, lying. He's dying laughing. It must have been the most funny joke he's ever heard in his life. Ah, head back, mouth open. It ain't that funny, sir. And Stacey Abrams is fist bumping some dude across the table. Some little small table with nothing on it. Probably brand new. I see a sticker on it. And then there's a TV in the background with a graphic on it that says Black Men for Abrams. You've never seen that shirt. You've never seen the logo, that logo on the shirt ever in your life. I'm always in Georgia. I go to Atlanta a lot. I've never, ever, 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 ever seen anybody wearing anything like this. This was so cringe. Just the, the, the website presentation was cringe. But there were a few things here, a few little key points. And you're talking about this should be a black male agenda. It says it right here, black men's agenda, right? I'm not saying there should be a specific black men's agenda, but... If there is, then let's let it be that. 
All right, let's let it be that. They're talking about small business fund and trying to end, trying to eliminate fees and red tape and all this and that. But nothing in here is for black men specifically. And the funniest part is when they use words like minority. That could be anybody. That could be a um, an Hispanic woman. How is that for black men? You see what I'm saying? It's silly. It's just kind of silly stuff. Tax rebates and all that kind of stuff. Nothing for black men. But there was one thing I wanted to show here. Oh, so they're going to expand Medicaid. This, this ain't nothing but just Democrat stuff. They just they've repackaged Democratic talking points on a web page where they think these things could apply to black men. You see what I'm saying? Using words like minority and things, people in poverty. They think if you're a black male in Georgia and you want to vote Democrat, then you must be broke. That's what I'm getting from it. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm reading that wrong because I don't see anything here that'll help me. If I was in Georgia, I don't see, you know what I mean? So the funniest part, whereas when they say expand Medicaid, it says adults making $9 an hour or less will be eligible for health insurance, including non-crisis mental health and substance abuse treatment. <laughs> so here's a question. How many adult men make $9 an hour or less? I'm talking about if you're able-bodied, you're not disabled or anything like that. You're a grown man, voting age, you got kids and everything. How many a grown adult men make nine bucks an hour or less? I'm seeing signs out here in Chattanooga for McDonald's starting at 15 an hour. McDonald's starting at 15 an hour. So explain to me, how many grown adult men are going to make $9 an hour? I mean, just silly stuff. That that right there to me was, was insulting. I mean, come on. Come on. Let's be for real. <laughs> I mean, dumb stuff, job training, you know, see, the thing is, the funny part is the Democratic Party are out of touch. They take the black vote for granted. I can't blame them. You get 90% of the vote without doing anything. Why actually do anything to help? Why actually care about what's going on for real? I mean, you could just pretty much say anything. You could say, all right, defund the police. Now, that's going to hurt us the most in the black community. Oh, don't care. Whatever. Keep voting for them. Um, gun laws. Actually, that was a sticking point. Because I remember watching the campaign ads. Like I say, I'm right here close to Georgia. So I see Georgia's ads for governor and also Tennessee ads for governor. And I saw her campaign ads, local ads that they were running on television. And it was all about being against uh, guns. It's, it's a gun control campaign she ran. I'm like, how you run a gun control campaign in Georgia? where everybody has guns, everybody. It don't matter what color you are, black, white, Puerto Rican, candy stripe. We all have guns. So it doesn't even make a difference what color, like that is not a good policy to run on. And there was a gun control thing right here in this ad. I'm like, Stacy, you didn't learn from the last time you got stomped into wine by Brian Kemp. You got stomped into wine. Cabernet Sauvignon on the, on the, on the rocks. Okay. That's what, that's what you are right now because of what happened in 2018. But here's some stuff that she put in here. Um, repeal extreme gun laws, including criminal carry and closed loopholes. I mean, what does it even mean? What it sounds like is you want to enact more gun laws. Georgians don't want that. Again, black, white, Puerto Rican candy stripe. We don't want it. 
Maybe if you're a Californian living in Georgia recently, you might want that because you can't let go of your old ways if you're a liberal. But conservative people, we don't, re regular normies, it doesn't matter how politically you are, Southerners don't want that. So you're not going to be able to win that way. But like I said, they're out of touch because they don't really care. They don't really care what goes on in the community. Your Maxine Waters, she lives somewhere else, doesn't really care. She has a whole, um, I guess you would say operation going on. She has a campaign fund. She gives money from the campaign fund to her daughter and back to herself. And it's a whole big scam they got going on. The people of the community are irrelevant. What's most important is being right here to be able to generate money for myself and to have power so I could do certain things that I want to be able to get more money. I'm in this seat. I have power. People know who I am. I'm Maxine Waters. I can do certain things. I can make certain things happen only for a fee. If you ever seen The Wire, and I know some parts of the series were kind of boring. It wasn't really action-packed. But the political part of The Wire is 1,000% accurate. And I know that from being in some of these back rooms. I've seen everything in politics. I'm not even really necessarily in office, of course. But I've been to dinners. I've met governors, all these people. That series was so accurate. Okay. It's so, so, so accurate. You got to check it out. All right. But you see, they see Abrams is, 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 is no bueno. I can't, I can't do nothing with her. She got to go 100%. All right. But I move forward here. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. Oh, also speaking about former Californians moving to a new place. We got to talk about um, the Babylon Bees parody video of Californians in Texas. This was brilliant. Shout out to the Babylon Bee. They always do a good job. And the thing about the Babylon Bee is their headlines are satire, of course. It's not real stuff. I got to say that for people on the outside that don't really understand what I'm talking about. But um, the headlines are satire. But... It's like they could be real. They, they could be real. It would not take much for the headlines to be real. So check it out. I'm going to go to the website right quick, and then we get to the video. I'm going to read some of their headlines, not the, full, not the full articles. So here's one. It says, Martha's Vineyard lovingly welcomes immigrants to any other parts of America. Exactly. Nation celebrates 29th year of pretending Hocus Pocus is a good movie. <laughs> um. Here's one. Subway begins promotional offer where they will use real meat for a limited time. Martha's Vineyard takes revenge on DeSantis by shipping him 50 Karens. Hilarious. That is hilarious. That's one of their best headlines I've seen in a minute. All right. So, yeah. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Here's one. Oh, I can't. It, it got to sign in. It's a subscriber headline, but it says new Tesla autopilot feature. Drives you to a state with electricity. Fantastic. So they have some of the best parody stuff, but you see how their headlines are so close to reality. They could be real. It's to the point now where I see a Babylon B headline. I'm like, okay, is that, is that a real headline or is it fake? I can't tell anymore. I can't tell. Oh, before I get to the um, Babylon B video, speaking about parody and things that I can't tell are real anymore. Um, this whole thing with the LGBTQ elemental P is kind of getting out of control. Well, not kind of, we know, he knows how to control. 
if you're an adult and you want to identify as whatever you want to identify, okay, I understand. But at a certain point, it's kind of getting ridiculous, right? Hold on. So, have you guys seen this? Now, wait a minute. Okay, do you see this shop teacher? Look at this. This right here, this person right here on the right is a is a male who recently got some augmentations to himself to appear to be a woman. Um, uh, imagine you are 16 years old in shop class. You're learning welding. You're learning about nails, 8D, 4D, all this and that. You built in the shed, all this, using the miter saw for the first time. Sawdust, you having a good time. And your teacher, Mr. Davis, is doing a good job. Everything's all good. He's coming in there wearing the dad jeans, you know, the, the real light stone wash jeans, pair of New Balances, a polo shirt looking like ABL, right? He's in there like that, just regular, normal white guy. And then the next year, you're coming in there looking like just a, a blow-up doll, same dude, but just totally different. It's like, sir, what in the world's going on here? Okay, you might want to dress like that off the clock, but but boss, boss, can we can we not do that in the shop class? Can we not do that in this high school? What are you doing? Now that's that's a real picture in Ontario, Canada. So I mean <laughs> it's, it's out of control. You may identify like that, but come on, man. Come on. You guys know or may not know I had an uncle that would cross dress, right? I sure did. I'm going to tell the story. Everybody know. Ain't no secret. So I, I have a cross-dressing uncle. And he knew when and where to actually dress up. He wouldn't be at a family function dressed up. He would look like just like he worked on cars for a living. Okay. And don't get it twisted. My uncle, he beat you. He stomped you into wine. He beat you completely down. Was a goon, but also with cross-dress. That was just what he did. But anyway... He knew when and where to actually put on his stuff, his streetwalker outfit, right? He embarrassed one of my cousins one time by going to school like that because my cousin had misbehaved. He's like, all right, I'm going to fix you. I'm going to come to school six foot tall wearing all this stuff. Like I'm, I'm, I'm about to go to Figueroa Street in Los Angeles like that. He would not just go be around everybody like that just because where's our shame? Where's our actual sense of I don't know um, what's appropriate at a certain time. Where is that gone? Is that pretty much just, is, is, that, is that not here anymore? We don't care about that anymore? Like, okay, like what's really going on? <laughs> like what's really going on? Yeah, Streetwalker outfit. That's a whole story right there. I won't tell the whole story. I got to get permission, but you probably won't mind if I told it. But yeah, for real, for real. <laughs> I'm telling you, I need to write a book, but I got to get some clearances for some of my, some of my stories because it's it's crazy. You know, I've told stories on here, but I've I've told the internet safe story. I've not told all the stories. I'll tell you what, I got some more. But let's digress away from that particular thing for now. Um, so back to the Babylon B. Okay, now this video was perfect as a parody for what goes on when you get in California. When you get a Californian that moves to Texas for the first time, you know, when they go to Austin, that's kind of how they act. All right, let's go ahead and check it on out here. 
here's a longer version. I played like the two minute and 20 second Twitter version on my video. Here's a longer one. And go to Babylon B's YouTube page and subscribe to them right now if you've not done so already. Honey, someone's coming to the house. Someone's coming to the house. What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Oh, you call the pops. I'm gonna call the pops. Uh, we're recording you. No, 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 no. It's okay. I, I, I'm just your neighbor coming by to say howdy. Oh, <laughs> sorry about that. Yeah, we're not used to people stopping by to say howdy without assaulting us first, robbing us, or defecating on our lawn. Yeah, that's pretty much California for you, but Texas is a little bit different. And you see the immediate culture clash right there. Immediate. My man got a sidearm on the hip. They're wearing masks in the house for no reason. The big masks, the, the high-quality janks as well, for, for no reason at all. And just a little side note. I see masks like that yeah, get worn by people. Like, I was, I traveled recently, right? I think, what was that? I, went, I came from Texas, and I went to the Uncle Tom 2 premiere. And I'm on the, um, the little shuttle going back to my car. And across from us, there were three people. They had to be at least 300 pounds each, all wearing masks. I'm like, look, we got, we got the wrong, you're, you're worried about the wrong thing. Health is a great thing to be concerned about. But I'm seeing a much bigger problem right in front of my face. The mask is not going to do a thing for you. Stop eating at McDonald's and them, them fried chicken legs at 3 o'clock in the morning and then going to bed. With, you know, and, and washing it down with a pint of liquor, that is your actual problem. But I digress. Used to people stopping by to say howdy without assaulting us first, robbing us, or defecating on our lawn. Sometimes all three. <laughs> the trifecta. We're from Los Angeles. Just moved to Texas. I figured. Oh, the California plates? Well, yeah, the masks. Inside your own house, no one else around. 2022. <laughs> we just want to be extra safe. We feel naked without masks. We'll probably wear them for the rest of our lives. We'll be buried in them. Okay. Well, you seem like a lovely couple. Like I said, I just wanted to drop by and welcome you to the neighborhood. Why? Do you want something? Oh, no, 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 no. They're, uh, I think he's being friendly. And you know what? Talk, talking about that right there, the whole friendly thing, that's kind of a shock to a lot of Northerners how friendly we are down here. You know, they, they don't, they're not used to that. They're not used to everybody being hospitable like that in the South. They used to the Northerners where it's kind of like it's rude. Or even like on the, on the left coast, like California, L.A., very rude people. Very, very rude. And speaking no English, like I got in an Uber, the dude didn't want to talk. It was just... I don't know. Down south is much more friendly. People around here are friendly, like we've seen in the movies, right? I thought that was just make-believe, like superheroes or families that go to church. No, no, no. That's a myth. This is real life. Oh. So, uh, I live in that house over yonder. The name's Kevin. Hi, Kevin. I'm Tiffany. She, her. And I'm Steve. He, him. What are your pronouns? I don't believe in pronouns. I think they're reductive. In fact, just your asking about it is a microaggression. <laughs> oh my gosh, I am so sorry. I, I didn't mean to. No, it's okay. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. I like all pronouns. 
My favorite is you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. Exactly. Yeah. So, if you need anything, just holler. My wife and I'd be happy to help. Baby, he has a gun. Oh, there you go. I knew they're going to find that. You know, I'm surprised it took him that long to find that gun because normally that gun is like it's like a sore thumb. It stands out. If you're not used to seeing an open carry firearm, that'll, that'll make you stand, that'll stand out. And you know what? How do you guys feel about carrying weapons before we get to the rest of the video? Do you like open or concealed? I like open personally because some say that's like, you, give, you know, you kind of like flagging yourself. I like open because it's like, don't even try it. Depending upon where you are, don't try it. If I'm in a grocery store or something like that, or ATM machine, just don't, don't even do it. So if you if you kind of like creeping by, you in your car, don't do it because it's going to be a battle. I don't know. That's just me, though. I think maybe it's like situational. Open no concealed carry. Let's continue, though. I'm calling the cop. I'm recording you. No, no, no. no. Recording it's you. okay. It's okay. Just my sidearm. Everybody here has a gun. <laughs> Sorry. We don't really like guns. There's a lot of crime where we're from. I understand. There's not a lot of crime here. Why? Because everybody here has a gun. I don't get it. It doesn't add up at all. You'll get used to it. But what if I don't want to get used to it? Guns? People walking up to your driveway without masks and, and without pronouns? I, I don't think I can live like this. Well, if it makes you feel more at home, we just recently replaced a lot of our electrical grid with unreliable wind power. Maybe. <laughs> it helps. But honestly, I just don't think I can do this. Where's the police sirens? Where's the helicopters overhead? Where's the needles in the street? I just can't live like this. It's so hot. And the bumps are so big. Great parody. And wait, wait till the end. They're not done yet. Had to go back home to, to the, the dark, dangerous left coast. Gunshots and pit bulls everywhere. Yeah, go back right, right back to that. Are you a favorite? Yeah, shout, shout to Babylon B. Great sketch. Again, go to their YouTube page and support them over there for their work. Fantastic. There's a poll up on the screen if you didn't see it. Uh, it says open or concealed carry. So you guys got to check that out. I'm going to try to make it to where that doesn't necessarily stay up for the whole time. Hold on. Let me see if I can. Uh, well, it might be there for a while. I'm going to let it stay there for a while. Then I'm going to end it because I don't want it to block the whole screen right here. So y'all just hang tight for that. Let me see if I can do it this way. Give me one second here. If you like what you heard so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video. Share the video. Do all of that good stuff. That'll help me out. Tremendously. So, okay, somebody said it should be a third option, both. Well, it could be a third option, but I just wanted to see what people actually prefer. If you had to pick one, because that's kind of like you could say both, which you may, you may like one more than the other, like 51% more than the other. 
you know, 51.49, you know, I want to see what the best option is for you guys. If you had to pick one rather than just trying to say both, you know? So again, part in this right here on the screen right there, that's just kind of um, going to be there for a little while until I end it. I'll probably end the poll in a few minutes. So it don't take up the whole screen like that. All right. But we got super chats on deck. I'm going to get to those. And then I'm going to get to the calls. The number to call is 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. Give me a little while before I get to the calls. My super chats first. And let me just go ahead and find them where they are. And we can go ahead and get rocking and rolling with that. Thank you all for donating. Thank you all for the uh, the super chats and PayPal's. The uh, Patreon still also got that going on. You guys are fantastic. All right. You see, I'm putting out more content, too. So I'll probably, I, I'm going to try to get some time for that new channel. That's what I'm going to try to do. So we'll, we'll see if I can do that. Let me go um, over to where the Super Chats are. And we can get rolling. Today's 17th. All righty. Thank you to... Apu, nah, thank you to TJ Jizzle who says, happy happy birthday, ABL. Will this help the beard fund? Uh, I, it'll help the beard fund, man. I guess I'm with that beard oil and whatnot. And my birthday, just for everybody to know, my birthday is 22nd. So that's Thursday of this coming up week. I'll be 38. I know I know the beard may say something different. Oh, you got gray. You're 38. Hey, man, it's hereditary. It's like that. You know, like my, my granddad, he was gray early. My dad was gray early. It's just kind of what it is. I'm I'm just saying I'm the same as them. Also, uh, ABL opinion on New York hatchet man taking punches. I I, I played that video earlier. Hey, the the crazy thing was, it's like they saw him go for the bag. Matter of fact, I'm gonna go ahead and play the full video. Okay, hold on, because I know a lot of people had posted it, and um. I don't know what the 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 um the background to this was, but people don't have situational awareness. So if you guys can't see it, this is like the beginning of that hatchet. Well, the the video that got taken the punches and whatnot that I played earlier. There's some, there's some kind of scuffle. Um, I'm seeing Farmer Jack over there in the in the in the cut minding his business. I'm not really sure what he's doing. The guy's trying to hop over like this, something cool with like trash and whatnot. So kind of restaurant, you know, like a Chick-fil-A type place where you have a little, you can put your tray on top of the trash and the, your bag of trash below it. You're trying to hop over that unsuccessfully. And there's a bunch of guys trying to prevent him from going forward. It's like a little cut between the trash and the wall. It's like a little area where you're able to go right there and sit down and eat. And he's trying to get back there and there's a few guys Stopping them from going. Let's go ahead and just roll it. <laughs> it looks super bored. It's like, it's like y'all got, yeah, I can't do nothing. Now, look. You got three guys jumping on one guy, punching him in the head, and the punches do nothing. He's looking like he's bored. You need to abort mission because obviously you're not ready for whatever he got for you. If he decides to go 
um, launch on you, it's not going to end well for you. Nah, I ain't gonna fight. He look like he about to be outside. See, now right here, he's going for his bag and he's going to open the bag. This, at, at this point, you need to leave. If you were one of the guys punching them, you saw I was eating those punches, you got to leave. This is what I'm talking about. Situational awareness. He's going inside the bag. It could be a gun. Like, my initial reaction instantly is, it's a gun right there. My man right here in the black hoodie kind of understands what's happening, but he's a little bit too slow to actually prevent from being in harm's way. Luckily, nobody got hurt, but you're going to see what's going to happen next. <laughs> so now you got a hatchet that comes out of the bag. Okay, let's, let's back up a little bit, see if I can pause it. Bro, please. Bro, please. There it goes. You see the hatchet right there? Oh. He's breaking stuff. Now all the guys that were like trying to jump on him were like, oh, no, stop. No, no. Backing up on him. So luckily, the rest of the video, he's just kind of like threatening people. He doesn't really hurt anybody with the hatchet. And if I'm not mistaken, the hatchet guard appears to still be on. So this is more just like a, a threatening type thing. It's like, don't, don't do nothing to me. And you might, if you do something to me, you're going to get hurt. That's, that's kind of what that was. But again, I don't know what the context of that situation was. But yeah, that's, that's pretty much gone viral. And that's New York, of course. That's, that's really what that is. Luckily, it could have been the gun. Like, I'm thinking, okay, if he's going for his bag, it's going to be a gun that comes out. That's my thought process. So I'm not going to be hanging around trying to figure out, like, oh, what's going on? What's he having in his bag? <laughs> now, some say that he went too far to bring the hatchet out, but it's like he got jumped by three guys. So, exactly, Paul. Like, why are you just sending around? I mean, I don't know. Me personally, I'm not going to be just hanging around wondering what's going to happen. I'm out of there. I'm seeing the fight happen. I'm seeing him go for his bag. At that point, I'm thinking somebody about to die. So I got to go move around. But anyway, thank you for that, um, Apu. Thank you to Pete Sangria who says, Venezuelans voted for socialism. Now they all want to flock here because they're starving. Didn't someone tell them socialism doesn't work? Someone did tell them socialism doesn't work, but they don't want to listen, I suppose. Also, ABL opinion on Canadian shop teacher fake boobs. Yeah, I, I showed that one. That was crazy. <laughs> that was completely nuts. No pun intended. Also, ABL, your videos on Migrants Vineyard were A+, 100% truth and common sense mixed with comedy gold. Thank you. Lips more outraged at that than the 53 migrants who died in cargo container accident. Oh, I forgot about that. That was crazy. So sending 50 migrants and legal aliens to Martha's Vineyard, a beautiful place that is somehow, um, what they say that that's somehow inhumane, but have an open border policy, which prompted 53 
people to die trying to cross illegally in the back of a truck that's not inhumane? I mean, I'm trying to figure out what's inhumane and what's not what's not inhumane. Or how about the people that cross because they're incentivized to cross who get assaulted, little girls that get assaulted, people that drown in the river. They say they're getting like one to two drownings per day in a certain part of the river. Is that not inhumane? Whatever. Again, they use these words. They don't make a difference. Also, here's another one from Apu, and it was kind of like talking about what I was saying. More funeral home in smaller Texas border town is being overwhelmed with the deceased migrants who have drowned in the river crossings. Sadly, even babies. Where are the Democrats? Where's AOC? Biden? Yet, I don't see AOC crying on somebody's coffin like she was crying at that, at that fence with nobody behind it. The fence had like two border agents in the vehicle behind it, but nobody else. She's up there crying uh, or, or not even really crying, making an ugly crying face with no tears. I'm tired of the, the ugly crying face with no actual tears. If you're not going to cry, don't, don't, don't make the crying face. Don't try to like force out a cry. I'm not, I'm not impressed. I just get kind of triggered. Um, also, Apu says, God bless J6 Mega Patriots from DC jail. Hello, Terry. Um, ABL, who you got for the WNBA finals? Sun or Aces? I have no idea. I do not watch the WNBA. I had no idea that they were even having the finals. If you were to put a gun to my head and say, hey, name one player from the Sun or the Aces, hey, man, I'll be in the upper room. <laughs> in the upper room immediately. Also, just messing with you, ABL. You're going to watch um, uh, Woman King? No, I, I may watch that just to review it. But the Woman King, I may do a video about that, actually. What I should do is watch it and then do a video about it because I know the story behind, but I, I think I called it Dalmay. It, it really is Dahomey or Dahomey Kingdom. Um, I know what they built their empire or their, their kingdom on was slave trading. That's, that was the whole thing. It was, sla- it was trading slaves. And then when they could not trade slaves anymore, they collapsed because their chief source of income was gone. So to say anything other than that is revisionist history at best. At worst, it's just propaganda. So I'm not, I don't, I don't think celebrating slavery is a good idea for a movie to empower black people or at all. If it's going to be about slavery, let's not celebrate it. Let's just say what it was and be truthful. Don't, don't make it seem like these women went and fought the Europeans against slavery when in reality they fought the Europeans because they wanted to keep slavery going. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like trying to make the, it's like, okay, you, you can't say that um, this was about anything else other than what it was. Also, FBI rated mall, M-A-L. I'm not sure, I'm not sure what that is. To get classified, crossfire hurricane documents, because those papers revealed that Obama, Biden, and Hillary conspired against President Trump. Also, ABL tacos, hard shell or soft, wet stuff it. Soft, soft shells, fajitas. Yeah, if I go to the restaurant and they got fajitas, I'm, I'm getting the fajitas. So whatever they got, the, the peppers, the cheese, the the uh, whatever kind of meat, it could be chicken, shrimp, beef, whatever it is. It will definitely give me a, a flour tortilla. I can't, I can't do nothing with a hard shell taco, man. That's like eating, like eating nachos. I, I mean, I'm cool on that. I like nachos, but not in a taco fashion. If I'm going to eat nachos with taco meat, I'm going to eat nachos with taco meat and have like a nacho plate. 
but not a shell of a nacho. Give me a soft shell tortilla all day long. Um, best Arnold movie, Terminator, Total Recall, True Lies, RoboCop. Was he in that? Was that him? Hold on. Oh, Terminator, one of the two. Um, was in that was in that Arnold? I guess not. I thought it was, but I guess it wasn't. I guess I'm get, I'm probably getting them confused with um. I'm getting them confused with uh, Terminator. Yeah. But I, I actually like the new Judge Dredd. I know Arnold's not in that, but that kind of category, RoboCop, Terminator, Judge Dredd. I like Judge Dredd, the, the, the most recent one. True Lives was good, but not because of Arnold. <laughs> True Lives was great, but not because of Arnold. I'll leave it right there. <laughs> man, oh, man. Shout out to Jamie Lee Curtis. Anyway, thank you Mr. Thou who says, Super Chatter Apu is actually, is actually Kanye in disguise. That's why he called it the Scamdemic. Kanye is ABL's biggest fan. Hey, you never know. He could watch. Hey, if you're watching, yeah, I appreciate you for your, your support. Thank you, sir. Um, Let me see. Uh, also, please, funny stories when you worked at grocery store. Uh, you mean Old Country Buffet? I, I, I ain't working in the store ever, in a, in a grocery store. But Old Country Buffet, I got a lot of stories. Um, I can't think of the stories I got now, but there's a lot of stories I got about old country. Uh, I ain't going to really get into those right now. I can't tell, I can't think of anything that's like air safe at this moment. Um, <laughs> I know one of my coworkers got thrown in the sink. That was funny. Um, one of the managers got upset with him because he just wasn't doing stuff right. So she picked him up and the manager's probably about a good five foot tall. And the boy was taller than me. I'm 6'3". He's probably about a good 6'5". He was a little skinny boy, though. She lifted him up, put him in the in the dish sink. <laughs> uh, he was soaked, pants, soaked, everything. I don't know why she did that, but, hey, that was a funny moment. He was all right. But anyway, one guy, oh, Apple also says, one guy behind, hit behind this woman so weak. In that in that video of the, um, the hatchet attack. Noel Garcia said Chick-fil-A orientation consists of front of the house, back of the house, and Brazilian jiu-jitsu. That's correct. <laughs> hey, man, if you want to work at Chick-fil-A, um, I, need, I need you to do this arm bar. I need you to go ahead and, you know, roll, you know, roll, roll a little bit and, and get comfy with that. And if you got somebody that wants to act crazy, you know what to do. Thank you to Barry Drake for your uh, donation and super chat. I appreciate you. Thank you to Matt World who says... Joe Biden should have brought breakfast tacos so they weren't hungry. That would have been great. Um, MK says, mainstream media said migrants are trash. Oops. Oh, I almost forgot about that one. Thank you for reminding me. Let me see if I can find that particular um, that particular little blurb. Oh, here it is. Excuse me. So NBC News posted this and then deleted it. So I'm, I'll read this right quick for you. It says, Florida Governor DeSantis sending asylum seekers to Martha's Vineyard is like, quote, me taking my trash out and just driving to different areas where I live and just throwing my trash there, unquote. A founding member of a foundation which helps refugees says, and they added NBC Latino. That's how they think. Like I said in my video earlier, that's how they think. They view the so-called migrants, illegal aliens, as a come-up opportunity, a lick, as the cool kids say. It's, it's about money. These NGOs get a bunch of money, give it to them, 
to quote unquote help these quote unquote migrants. So they don't really view them as anything else other than dollar signs. That's just kind of what it is. So they don't really see the humanity. They don't really care. They'll say things like that and think it makes sense because they don't really, they're not seeing them as anything else other than money. Okay. So yeah, that was crazy. You're talking about zero self-awareness right there. Thank you to Ryan Henderson for the emoji donation research for that. Thank you to Noah Garcia who says Martha's Vineyard literally said, quote, you don't have to, oh, you don't have to leave, but you got to get the heck up out of here. Exactly. That was almost my video opener. It's like, you don't got to leave, but get the H up out of here for sure. Thank you to Kiwi Lass who says there should have been a, quote, no return policy. Matt World says they could at least use their fancy yachts and boats and take them back so they don't have to swim. <laughs> exactly. Hey, what about that? Why get the Coast Guard involved? Why get the National Guard involved? You guys got yachts and boats and whatnot. You take them. Oh, you don't want to spend gas? You don't want to spend any kind of money? Oh, okay, I got it. Matt World says, Stacey Abrams once had a plane land right in between her teeth and made it right through it. True story. <laughs> Thank you to Afro-Ranger Xbox who says, Martha's Vineyard got a faster than Hillary's friend Chris Stevens in Benghazi. There you go. Thank you to, um, to TJ Jizzle who says, Ebbie, you know what it is. It was, quote, gay black men for Abrams, unquote. Yeah, I, I, I didn't want to say it, TJ, but you already know what it was. I did not want to say it, but you, you, you got me. You figured me out. Atlanta is a black gay male capital. Facts. Big facts. Thank you to Not Banned Account who says, red flag laws keep us safe. Stop extremists first. Oh, okay, is that right? <laughs> sure. Um, also Matt world says I live in Wyoming and I'm pretty sure you have to buy a couple of guns when you move here. Hey, I like that policy. Thank you to Ryan Stanley who says 38 and that's all the great you have, bro. You've been living stress-free, huh? Keep up, the, <laughs> keep up the great work. Thank you for that, man. Hey, I could be Santa Claus over here. I might as well play Santa Claus in the future. Thank you to Ryan Stanley who says, oh, I already read, already read that one. Thank you to Dusty D who says one less Californian here. This is my. And this, my great state of Texas, thank you to the B. Happy almost um, your birthday, Anthony. Had to add more money. You only turn 38 once. Thank you for that. I appreciate you. Your birthday coming up. Hit that big 3-8. Knocking on 40's door. Be right there. Before I know it, it'd be the big 4-0. Thank you to Red Blizzard. Give me time for your donation. And thank you to Raymond who says, if we all do a little, together we do a lot. There we go. Perfect. Now it's time for the calls. You guys know what the drill is. The number to call is 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. I'm in the poll right now. It's been 20 minutes. I got 642 votes about what's the best open or concealed carry. I'm in that right after I open my Skype up to give you guys to the, the last minute people time to vote. Because like I said, I don't want to block up the chat screen. So I'm in that in just one moment here. Yeah, the, the, the NIMBY crowd, Martha's Vineyard, is super, super serious. Let me go ahead and get everything set up the way it's supposed to be. Y'all give me a second. And we can go ahead and get rocking and rolling. Hold on one second. Dang it. There we go. Perfect. All right, so I'm going to end the poll right here. And the winner... You see it right there. So the winner was open 52% concealed 47%. 
So opener concealed carry, open got the winner. So I knew I knew I wasn't alone. I prefer open carry myself because for me, it's a deterrent. It's like, don't do it. Now, I'm not saying I don't like concealed carry. I'm not saying that at all. It's a time and place. Like if I'm in a spot where it makes more sense to be concealed, I don't want to scare people or whatever. Okay. But in my regular everyday, just walking around, going to the grocery store, going shopping or whatever, in parking garages, I'm open carrying. That's what I prefer to do most of the time. But sometimes concealed makes the most sense. But if you were to say, if you could only pick one to do, which one would it be? I'm going to say open. That's just me. But everybody has their preference. That was a good poll. I might put that poll on my actual YouTube channel for you guys to vote on. Your line speaking to 860. Hey, Bill. How you doing, brother? It's all good, man. Can't complain. It's FNA Ranger Xbox. All righty. Uh, great show. Got the best fans on the internet. Oh, no uh, doubt. Absolutely. I just want to, I want to keep it short. I don't want to take up a lot of time. Uh, I do, I do make, I did make a couple of memes, but I got two more days till this Facebook fans lifted. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I got to be me. But uh, I'm on a free speech website called Wimkin. W-I-M-K-I-N. It is a true free website and lots of great Americans on there. I can tell because once I started sharing your videos and the black conservative videos and B-Tate, other people started sharing them. So I don't even have to share them anymore. But uh got to do a couple of memes that I did. Uh, that uh, sign that you read from uh, from uh, Martha's Vineyard. Yeah. Uh, right under that, hate has no business here. I added the line, and neither do people of color. <laughs> right. And then, uh, then uh, Forrest Gump sitting on the bench. Uh, oh, okay. You know the Forrest Gump sitting on the bench. You know with that look, that uh, amazed look on his face. It says. Uh, People of color are not welcomed at Martha's Vineyard unless they have mops or leaf blowers in their hands. Right, right. And, but but uh, that's all I got for the memes on that for now. But, oh, other than the Chris Stevens one. But uh, I'm sorry I had to split the word Hillary on you because the algorithm kept catching it. And apparently they know that I'm not a fan. Of course. But... Uh, you know, Ron DeSantis gave me a brilliant idea because, you know, Joe Biden stated when uh, in one of his speeches a while back ago about uh, affordable housing, that he wanted to put Section 8 high-rise apartments out into the suburb areas. And I think that's an awesome idea. As a matter of fact, we can do it exactly the way they did the California high-speed rail. The United States government can grant me a couple of billion dollars, like they did Nazi Pelosi's husband, and I can take that money through eminent domain and take about 10 acres of Obama's estate, because come on, ABL, let's be reasonable here. You know, with global warming and climate change, you know, they need to reduce their carbon footprint a little bit. He Two people don't need all that land. So we'll take 10 acres of that land and we'll build a bunch of 16-story uh, 
low-income housing right there on Martha's Vineyard, you know, so they get diversity and equity of outcome. So they can be just like Chicago, Philadelphia, Detroit, Atlanta, and everywhere else. Does that does that sound good to y'all? Right. I'm not with it. And then Joe Biden's four acres that he got on beachfront property. You know, all the wealthy people have to have oceanfront property because the oceans are going to rise 10 feet. And everybody that's got lots of money, they always invest millions of dollars in something that's going to be destroyed in a couple of years, right? Right. So we'll we'll take three acres of Joe Biden's land under eminent domain and we'll build some public assistance Section 8 housing apartments there, too. I, I mean... You know, Joe Biden's brilliant. I I thought it was a bad idea at first, but the more I thought about it, the more I'm starting to get on board. I think they should grant me the money, and I'll take it from there and the power of eminent domain, and I'll just go to town on them. What do you think? It never never happened. They would have every force of the the, the world against you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, rules are only for us peasants. That's right. But, uh. Anyway, uh, love your show. Great audience. Uh, lots of great comments. God bless. And oh, on Wimkin, they even got uh, licensed gun dealers, uh, you know, selling their wares on there too. So it's true free speech. And uh, people that are jerks, you know, we just shut them down. <laughs> they don't, the only people they kicked off so far was somebody trying to put up pornography or child porn. And they contacted their local police, and they're providing information. They're going to press charges. That's good. So, and that's all I got for you, ABL. Think about joining. Uh, God bless. God bless America. And thank everybody out there for being who you are. Goodbye. All right, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. All righty. Let's go ahead and get to uh, 918. You're going to speaker to. Hey, what's up, baby? It's J.B. Scott from Oklahoma. How you doing, buddy? It's all good, man. Can't complain. All right, good. Cool. Yeah, I mean, great show tonight, as always. Um, I wanted to ask you a question about this whole Martha Vineyard thing, which I think was brilliant by Governor DeSantis, honestly. And the same with Governor Abbott in Texas. But, okay, so the people of Martha's Vineyard obviously did not want them in their in their really high-end neighborhoods. So they had the National Guard come in and pick them up and take them out to that, you know, that base off of Cape Cod. But that's only temporary. So what do you think they're going to have to do with them after that? And will the news even talk about it? I think after that, they're pretty much go wherever they want. It's like if they go to the border normally without getting like sent to a specific liberal place, they may request sometimes to get sent somewhere else. So they probably would just go off of, off of the island and then into the interior. They'll say, okay, I want to claim asylum or something like that. They probably won't get deported. That's, that's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Now, they could get deported, but I think that has a small chance of happening, especially since it has so much – you know, so many eyes on this case, if they do something like that, then it kind of defeats their whole argument about, you know, we want all the migrants here, all this and that. So they probably would just let them go somewhere else into the interior, just not back to Martha's Vineyard, anywhere else except for there. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, they'll they'll get shipped off to somewhere. So probably somewhere in the Midwest, you know, and you know, red red states or red districts, you know. That's what their whole plan is for the whole thing anyway, is flood these places with illegals and try to make it legal for them to vote in elections. So that's that's a pretty pretty sad thing. Pretty sad thing. But other than that, I just wanted to say one more thing. Um, you mentioned earlier when you were talking about uh, Don Lemon and CNN, CNN and all that stuff. Yeah, to see Ken Burns on CNN, ah, that hurts. Man, I love his documentaries. I mean, he makes the best documentaries about American history. And to know how he feels politically about America, that was a big letdown. Yeah, that was a big letdown. Yeah, Yeah, I hated to see that. It's just like with Robert De Niro. You know, I mean, there's so many other people, like Jim Carrey, that I've always respected. And now I know that, yeah, they've been kind of brainwashed. Right. All right, well, I'll leave it at that. You know, keep it short and sweet. All right, love you, man. Love the show, everyone in the chat. And I'm just going to sit back and listen and chill out, man. Thank you for your call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right, later, man. All right, great call. Let's go to 708. You're on the line. Who am I speaking to? My name is Kevin. All right, what's going on? Uh, not too much. I'm I'm glad that I got on. Um, just wanted to say that I'm a big fan of yours. Um, been watching you for quite a few years now, and I was hoping you might be able to give me some advice on just a little something. Well, it's not just me going through this. I guess it's all conservatives or, you know, a lot of men right now in this country. Um, long story short, um, unfortunately, I've spent my life, grew up in Chicago, lived here until I was 30 years old. Um, when COVID hit, that finally gave me an excuse to, um, I had been working for our family business or my father's business, which is um, selling furniture. Um, so I've been working sales for about 12 years. Are you still there? I'm here, yeah. And um, when COVID hit, I beelined it out to Arizona, um, traveled around to a few different, you know, red states, and finally tasted what freedom is like living in a red state. Um, got a job real quick in Arizona, started working in sales again, and then eventually kind of things didn't work out with that job. I'm back in Chicago now. Obviously, I don't want to settle down here and get a career. I don't plan on staying long. I'm just with my sister at the moment. Um, And the future is just looking so dark right now with everything, you know, in totality when you put everything together. I just don't know what to do, do, 
what steps to take from here. Sorry for the long rant. Okay, I got you. So what do you want to do? Like, is is it about your, your career situation? Like, what do you actually want to do for yourself? I mean, to, to be honest, I mean, I like to create something of my own. I want to have my own my own business. But it's hard to even it's hard to even focus or think straight when you're in the middle of just what the what this country is going through. It's like everything is just attacking you mentally. Like I constantly get blocked on Facebook and that's the, the smallest of things, obviously. But I mean, you know what? I'm gonna just I'm gonna just say this. You know, Facebook and stuff like that. You know, it's not really a real place. It is, but it's not. You know, the the rules they have set up and all that kind of stuff is not really real. You know, they targeting conservatives and whatnot. It's about their particular ideology and all that kind of stuff. It's not really reality. Reality is much different than a lot of the online world. So when you when you thinking about your life and what you want to do, to even have that as part of it, unless you work online, it's not even really something you got to worry about. You can totally cut that off and it wouldn't affect you in your everyday life unless you do that for a living. You see what I'm saying? So like, what do you actually want to do for yourself? Like what's, you say you want to start a business. Is that, is that your goal? Correct. Okay. So what's preventing you from doing that? Right now it's, it comes down to literally the, funding I have. I'm not one, I don't like asking family for money. So it's just, I have to get right now. It's looking like West Virginia is where I, I want to land at. And, and, and what, what part West Virginia? You know, I'm, I'm not positive on the, the exact city yet. Um, there's a, a couple different options, but I want to get away from people as much as I can, um, you know, start making my own food, start being just more independent and learning more things where just to get off the grid a little bit, because okay. it's scary how, you know, everyone is so in right now. And I just want to detach a little bit and find a good wife, settle down and yeah. <laughs> just, just be happy. Well, your first, first things first. Before, before, because you got a lot of goals. It's good goals, but first things first, get your get your money right. So, if moving to West Virginia can help you get your money together, if you can like, if you can go work and build money up, you can do that. And then at that point, you can think about, okay, now I want to do this. I'm gonna start my own business. I have money to do this. I have money to kind of get off the grid. You're in West Virginia. Property's cheap. You can go find some land somewhere. At a certain point, you can do those things in time. But be patient. Start with getting your money up. Stack money. And then you can accomplish your other mm-hmm. goals. But your primary focus right now should be making money, getting money, and being able to stack it. And then work yeah. on your other things. Anything else is not even important right now. Nothing nothing else at this point should be important to you. I got you. All right. Yeah, well. yeah. That, no, I sense, yeah. I do. I have been kind of just like scatterbrained thinking all over. Yeah, but, um, I, I know it. I know it. Yeah, like fo- focus, la- la- have a laser focus on your money. That's your only thing you got to worry about right now. Nothing else. Your family and Facebook and this and that. Don't even don't even care about it because those things 
are going to still move on if you're there or not. But you can only do things for yourself right now to improve your life. And the main thing would be getting that money. So that's what I got for you. I gotcha. All right. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. No problem. All right. And shout out to the caller. I mean, to cut him off right at the end, but yeah, shout out to him. Cause I, I've been there. It's like, you worried about other stuff, but meanwhile, it's like your money is a problem. If your money is a problem, that should be your primary focus. That's, I mean, because I'm not saying money is everything, but if you can't do things you want to do because you don't have it, you want to try to have a family and live off the grid and all that sort of business. It all requires the same thing. It's one common denominator. It's that cash. Get that up, work, do what you got to do. And that, and everything else will come afterward. You know what I mean? So yeah, just take, just take a set, one, one step at a time, baby steps. If I something online, speaking to eight five seven. Hey, Anthony, man. What's going on? So, do you got all the information about uh, the issue with the uh, illegal immigrants going to uh, Florida? I mean, going to uh, Martha's Venue. What am I missing? I pretty much got most of the information. Well, you, you're missing a few parts. First of all, uh, these, the reason that they were in Florida, you know why these immigrants, illegal immigrants, were in Florida, right? Because they were sent there by Ron DeSantis. No, no, no. But why they were in Florida? Why they were they were in Texas and he sent them from Texas to, from Florida to put in a plane to Martha's Venue because they're they're they were supposed to go on trial. They said their their trial day was coming up to see they were going to stay in the country. They're going to be deported. Second, second part, he took eight million dollars from the federal government to transport them to work with the SS and the federal government. He didn't do that. He took the money, put them in the planes told them they were going to have jobs, told them that the political asylum status was accepted, that they were pretty much all set, and they were going to have job and housing in Martha's Venue. That was a completely a lie. So I'm not an expert. I'm not a lawyer. But there were some uh, violations committed there. Okay, so the violation, the first violation would be having illegal aliens in the country. That's the first no, violation. They're, they're, whoa, 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 no, sir, sir, sir. Excuse me. Excuse me. They're illegal aliens. They have no they have no status in the country. They don't have a green card. They're not here legally. You can say they're asylum seekers, but it doesn't make a difference. They're still illegal aliens. That's their status, correct? Yeah, but they were asking. So if it's if it's if so 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 if I'm if what I've said is correct, then I'm correct. So that's that was no, the first you, you no, just yes, sir, sir, excuse me. You just said that they're illegal aliens, same as I said. So that's the first violation. Excuse me, excuse me. I'm talking, sir. The first violation was them being here illegally. That was the first violation. You could say that there was other violations from other people, but the first violation was them being here illegally. If they don't break the law, then there's no problem. Uh, number one, uh, you have, so you have problem with thousands or millions of Cubans coming when they came through the, on the seas, and then they are right to the United States. Uh, they got the political asylum status. Do nah, I don't, I don't think that? I don't think anybody should get asylum status. But oh, unfortunately, okay. excuse, so me, excuse, like me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. I don't think anybody should just be granted asylum just because. And it's not just the Cubans, the wet foot, dry foot you're trying to talk about. I'm talking about all of everybody else that comes through the southern border. They're also granted asylum many times. So it's not just a Cuban, wet, wet foot, dry foot. I think everybody should come here legally. That's how I feel. Well, that's that's how you. It's not how you feel. It's what the law says. Well, my you you, you asked. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me, sir. You asked. You asked me a question. I'm telling you the answer that you give in. That, well, you give me your opinion. You okay. Me your so opinion. so you asking me for my opinion, aren't you? 
Yes, yes, I yes. In my opinion, you your opinion. That's what you asked for. You said, "Well, what do you think?" That's what I think. So you can't laugh on my ass when I give you what I think. Now, if you ask me about a law or something different, but you ask me what I think, I'm giving you the facts. Okay, so what like what are the facts? The facts are that these people were, were in full trial. Actually, on Monday, 65, 65 of those illegal illegal immigrants that were supposed to be are going to court. Now, that's what they took the ten, the eight million dollars to secure them to stay there and work with DSS, and they didn't do that. So pretty much she lying, took them in a plane without reporting to the federal government just to score political points, and took them to Martha's Venue. Why they didn't took them to the city of Boston, where the city of Boston had more resources? Because if he cares it's, about a, it's them, a nice, beautiful reason, place. It's a nice, beautiful place to have plenty. No, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. You asked me a question, I'm answering the question. It's a nice, beautiful place. They have plenty of available, sprawling properties. The Obama's estate by itself can handle 50 people. They had 500 guests at their party when it was supposed to be some kind of downscale party because of the virus, which, which it wasn't. They had 500 house guests. The house can have 50 people in it. So why can't they take care of them? They say that they want to have the illegal aliens and the migrants and all these people, people of color and indigenous people. They say that they invite them. They say that they welcome them. So why is it a problem? That That's their mission statement. That's their um, little placard outside their island. So why is it a bad thing when you bring them there? I don't understand. That's not what I, I read it. I read it. It says. Ahead. Did he call the mayor? Huh? Did, he, did the, uh, uh, Governor DeSantis call the mayor of, of, of Martha's Venue that we're going to send them? Did he work with DSS? Did he report to DSS that these illegal immigrants going to send them there? If, if he calls, no, if he calls, excuse me, excuse me, point. excuse me, sir. If he, he calls, excuse me, sir, I'm going to talk right now, and you're not going to be able to be heard. If he calls the mayor, it wouldn't make a difference because mayor's going to say yay or nay. They're not going to do anything extra than what they already had. They had food and clothing and shelter and the, the, the church and everything for these migrants. Okay, they they me, had, me excuse me, excuse me, I'm not done talking. They had things for these people. The problem is they didn't want them there because, all, excuse me, excuse me, if they if they wanted them there, why they, why they um, send them to Cape Cod then? Huh? Well, number one is, number one. Excuse me, when, excuse when me. The question, the question was, if they didn't want them there, why they send them, if they, if they wanted them there, why they send them to Cape Cod? Because they couldn't have them there. They don't have the resources. I just told you that. But they had the resources. Why, they had plenty of resources. Why didn't you send it to the city of Boston then? Because, me, because Martha's Vineyard is beautiful. Right? It's a beautiful place. Watching them to yeah, Boston with the crack. Watching them to Boston with the crackheads and the dope fiends and the dangerous crime and all of that. Watching them to the inner city right in the ghetto. Send them to a nice, beautiful place, right? That's the humane thing to do. Send them to a nice, beautiful, liberal place that they'll be tolerated and there'll be no problems, no crime or nothing like that. Nice and safe. That makes the most right, sense. All right, all right. Now, they, they, came, they came through a harrowing journey through the jungles of South America, through Central America, and all that. So they should be, they, they, should, they should have the right to go to a beautiful resort like Martha's Vineyard. They're from the jungle of Central America, so you're wrong. Huh? They came from Venezuela. They didn't come from no jungle of Central America, so you're wrong. They came They're through Central America. America, sir. They're from Venezuela. Sir, They're excuse me, so excuse me. Where is Venezuela at? It's in South America. So they had to come through where to get to America, to get North America. That had, had to come through where to get, 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 get to, pro probably probably they flew to Mexico. You don't know. So so they so they flying. So they, they must not be too poor. They can just go on the plane and go to Mexico. That's what I'm saying. Maybe they flew now, to Mexico. One of the know. one of the migrants said in an interview that he crossed through seven countries. So that means, well, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. That means he must he he must he. 
He was Venezuela and then crossed through Central America. I don't know. I'm talking. I know geography, sir. Don't don't try to play no games, man. Come on. So so they went through the jungles of Central America, had a harrowing journey, and now they made it to America. They deserve to be in Martha's Vineyard, but they don't want them there because all that stuff about we support illegal aliens, we support migrants and the immigrants. It's not really true. Send them back over there. They could be anywhere else in the country, but just not right here. That's the bottom line. Say what you got to say. Go ahead. You, you know he's doing this because it's, it's for campaign. He could have sent it, he could have sent it to the city of Boston. He could have sent it to all the places with more resources. He did it there because Obama lived there and Kamala Harris lived there. That's the only reason that he did that. Well, you know look, that? If, if they don't want them there, then they should have the sign outside that says, they don't say they if, don't if they don't want them there, then it shouldn't be no sign outside that says today welcome all these uh, migrants and people of color or whatever. If it's like that. Now, so it shouldn't matter if they get called or warned, nothing like that. That shouldn't matter because that doesn't matter when it comes to the border towns. They get inundated with people. There's no, hey, can we send people to your town? It just happened to wind up there one day, and they got to deal with it. So now you deal with it now. You said you're so welcoming and whatnot. You deal with it when they come to your door and don't ask for no advance warning and trying to uh, coordinate resources. The border towns don't have those luxuries. So why should you, Mr. Liberal Town Mayor, I'm not a li- uh, li- I'm not a liberal. I ain't, talking, I ain't talking to you, sir. I said the mayor. So you're not listening. That's what I'm talking about. Have a nice day. So yeah, look, it shouldn't matter if they get a call or not, or get forewarning or not, or have anything arranged. The border towns don't have that luxury. People just show up every day. People drown in the river every day, and they got to deal with it. And there's no resources down there. Martha's Vineyard, I'm sure, has more cash on hand from these big people that come out there, the celebrities, then Eagle Pass, Texas. All right. Climb on speaking to nine three seven. Hey, how you doing? I was gonna talk radio. You on you on live right now, boss. Oh wow, I'm here. Yes sir. Okay. I'm going to talk about culture. Okay. Um, I think the culture of uh, the United States of America has gone downhill, and we have to get control of this. Yeah, I believe you're correct. All right. Well, uh, I don't know how we're going to do that. I just think it's a it's a decent question to ask. I'm watching you right now. I'm sorry. I'm much more here. Um, but I just think uh. I'm a white man, and I there's a lot of things I can't say. Um, hang on, I can't hear you. Okay, but if you if if you if you're watching the if you're watching the stream, don't do that. Just talk to me on the phone. Okay, okay, okay. All right, I got you. Um, uh, I'm a white man, and I can't say a lot of things, and I I think there's a lot of things to do with culture in America right now. Uh, especially black culture. Um, you know, I grew up in a hood uh, as a full white man, and I've seen things that they're just, uh, you know, kind of disturbing to me. That the the young, the young, the kids, the kids right now, we have to uh, step up and we got to take care of these kids. 
Yeah, I mean, that's definitely a big part of it, taking care of the kids and also taking care of the kids properly because what's happening now, you got different kinds of culture in America. You got a lot of different subcultures. You have black culture, or I don't want to say black culture because I don't subscribe to that stuff that happens a lot, but you have what is perceived as black culture, the predominant stuff that happens in the, in the, in the hood or whatever. You have like the single parent households, the violence, the crime and whatnot. And um, what you also have is this kind of woke type stuff that's intersecting. So here's, here's what I'm trying to say. You can have the two parent household, nuclear family, everything intact. But then when your kids go to school, what are they learning in school? They're learning about um, LGBT stuff at the age of five, six years old, learning about things that are totally inappropriate. So now you're, t- you're taking the kids are going to school and they're being inundated with a bunch of propaganda or they're going to watch oh, television, okay. social media, again, propaganda, really sexualized type, disgusting stuff. So you have, you're, you're being attacked on all fronts. You, you're doing the right thing. You have a bunch of stuff that's trying to, you know, infiltrate. I think really at the end of the day, it's up to the parents to be parents and to raise children and to really be aware of what their kids are seeing every day, what they're being exposed to every day. And, you got to be able to debrief them about all that stuff before they see it, because you, you don't want your kids to be exposed to this really damaging and confusing stuff without your input first. So to, to solve a lot of the problems, you just got to have the parents be very proactive and to be parents, the single parent household stuff, especially in the black community that that can't go on the, the violence over nothing that can't go on. And you can solve that by, you know, um, having the welfare state, take a seat, take a, take a back seat. So this wouldn't be incentivized to have all these kids and just get paid for it. And also to have tougher crime. Cause a lot of these inner cities, a lot of these hoods, you got guys getting slaps on the wrist for violent crime. And you see, you saw right now, Illinois, they have the law or the bill they put, I think it's now law where you will not be able to, yeah, you, you won't, you won't be able to be detained with bail for violent second degree murder, stuff like that. So if that's going on, slaps on the wrist for crime, and then kids being indoctrinated with the LGBT and woke stuff, we're going to be doomed. Oh, I agree 100%. Um, I just, I just had to call you. I've been watching you for a few years now and I love your show. I try to watch you anytime I can. And, uh, I just, I hear a lot of people call in, but we, I don't think we talk enough about culture. We need culture back in this community in America. And we are an American community. I think that uh, we need to love each other as Americans, not just as black and white or Asian or, you know, uh, the other. Uh, we need to get together as Americans. We need to love one another and be proud for this country and stand up for it and just get back to the reality of what we're doing here. Right on, man. Absolutely. Thank you for your call. I appreciate you. All right. Thanks, Dave. I love you. All right now. Thank you. All right, shout out to the caller. But yeah, it's, it's a fight you got to fight on multiple fronts. It can't just be one way. You got to do a lot. It's got to be a whole lot of moving parts going on. You got to really just kind of, you know, make it make it happen for sure. All right, let's go to 405 on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, it's Dustin from Oklahoma. How's it going? It's all right, man. Can't complain about yourself. Uh, I'm doing all right. I survived my trip up to prior last weekend. Now I'm 
trying to relax from that. Right on. Well, I've been doing some thinking the last few weeks, and I think I came to a, a very unusual conclusion of something. And I, and I, I want to run it by you and then see what you think. But for the right. past couple weeks, I've been thinking about this. For some odd reason, I'm attracted very smart people. I mean, like you, Brandon Tatum, Gerald Green, and um, I forget his name. Uh, he does that black conservative. Per, per, I know, I know you're talking about. Um, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Foreman, I think his name. I, you know, I'm talking about. I. Yeah, I got it you. It seems like every time, every time I listen to them. You three, or your four, you four guys seem to make the most common sense when you speak about, you know, the black community and such. I'm like, here are three guys, um, four guys that have the most common sense on your guys' perspective on what's going on in the world. And I'm like, here's a white guy in Oklahoma Who's in the probably the reddest state in the, who is in the reddest state in probably in the entire union, and who agrees with three random guys on the internet and sees their point of views on the on the world on today. Is that is that strange to you? Is it strange? Why why would it be strange? I don't understand. Well, I mean, it's just strange to me. I mean, like, how can, I mean, like, I'm more of a liberal, okay? Okay, I I see. See, I mean, I think you're more conservative than, I I mean, like, yeah, I do lean a little conservative on some issues, but you, you, yeah, I'm more more on the liberal side on things, but I do do leave more liberal on some things, but, but. It seems like we seem to agree on a lot of things, especially on the LGBT, CRT, that kind of issues. But it seems that there's, I, I had a conversation with a friend of mine or a former coworker of mine. She's, by the way, she is black. And I told her what's been going on in my work lately. And she seems to think that the black community has gone down to you know where because of all the craziness I've been seeing that's been going on. And she she has a brain that's equivalent to you to your intellect. Because there's been a lot of crazy things that I'm not going to repeat because I don't want to embarrass you. Okay, because I mean, it, I'm, it, I'm, it, I'm, it, I'm, I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you, but you got to kind of like wrap up your thoughts in, into a centralized. Yeah, point. I, I, I'm not sorry. I'm rambling, but it's just I'm just, I'm just, I'm just rambling today. But just, I'm just got so much on my mind right now. But I just need to go. Okay, how about that? <laughs> well, thank you for your call, man. I appreciate you. All right, bye. All right, shout out to the caller. Yeah, I know sometimes you could just be, you know, what I mean, a little different. But it's all good. Let's go to some more calls here. And you guys are the best audience anywhere on the internet. Thank you for being here. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up if you've not done so already. That'll help me out tremendously. 919, you know, line. Who am I speaking to? 
Okay, 919. I don't know. I might have been a little bit late, too late to the trigger on that one. Let's go to. Okay, can we do 919? Let's try. 919. Maybe they are prank calling me. I don't know what's happening. Tighten up, 919. 207. You on live speaking to 207? Hey, what's up? It's Bernard from Maine. How you doing, ABL? Uh, it's all good, man. Can't complain. So, yeah, real quick, uh, I apologize if you guys have touched around, uh, on this already. I just got out of work. But, you know, where's Obama with this whole Martha's Vineyard thing? I don't know. Have you talked about that at all? I've not seen Obama say a word about it. And that's interesting because they have that sprawling multimillion-dollar estate right there. Yeah. They, they should say something. They should offer some support, offer their home that they're not, they're not in right now as a place of shelter. But I've not heard him say a word. He's quiet as a church mouse. Yeah, I mean, he's playing that Joey Potato basement move, you know? Right. That's something I, I haven't really seen anybody make a video of, of all the conservative YouTubes or Rumbles. So that one's interesting. I figured he would come out at some point and, and say something. It's just so odd to me. That's all I really wanted to add. Can I get a MAGA in the chat? Thank you so much for your time, ABL. Thank you for the call. Appreciate you. Later. That's a very good point. The Obamas have been quiet. I'm talking about you can hear a whole pin drop. They're so quiet. The the silence is deafening. It's deafening. Point blank. So that's funny. That's hilarious. But it is what it is. 732, you don't know who I'm speaking to. Uh, sorry, hang on. Uh, you're speaking to Kevin. All right. Turn your stream down in the background for me, please. I'm sorry. I was saying, turn your stream down in the background. So I heard a little bit of uh, feedback. Is it off in the background? Uh, it's off. It's off. All righty. All righty. So what's going on? Is this Anthony? Yes, it is. All right. Wow. Appreciate the yeah, answering. All right. Um, yeah, without getting into, uh, you know, uh, specifics, uh, my brother was uh, hauled off by an agency for being somewhere in January on a specific date um, for basically doing nothing or what would amount to, um, I don't know, a fine, you know, if he, if he was at your house or my house, you know what I'm saying? But. Okay. You're kind of being a little they, vague. So I'm, I'm kind of having a hard time following because it's kind of vague a little bit. I'm having a hard time following. All right. Well, he was he was somewhere at a specific date in January. Uh huh. And you know, I wasn't with him. I, I didn't see anything. Uh, but he was hauled off by a three-letter agency. Gotcha. And uh, and they're they're going to throw the book at him for something that would um basically and it would amount to a fine if he did what he did at your house or my house you know mm. what i mean mm -hmm. uh, so it's basically nothing but they're you know it's felonies and shit uh, just for uh, just for being somewhere basically so i mean that's really all you know i wanted to get out there uh that you know this is this is still going on you know, it's still going on. They're still picking up people for being somewhere. 
Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. You think it's like a, a political type of thing? Of course it is. Yeah. And, you know, people, when I watch television, a lot of the mainstream media, they think that we're trying to attack the people that work for the agencies. And for me, it's not, it's not really about that. It's about the leadership. They're being used as political tools, and it shouldn't be that way. You should be focused on catching violent criminals and protecting our nation, not to carry out political narratives for one particular side of the aisle. That shouldn't be what they're being used for, which is what's happening right now, unfortunately. Yeah, it's definitely, uh, you know, uh, to whoever, it's like a one-sided issue. And uh, um, I don't know. If you, if you carry the... If you carry the American flag, you know, and you and you bleed red, white, and blue, and you love this place, uh, you, you're the enemy somehow. I, I don't get that. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It is, but you it, know, it, it, you, know you know what it's very about. Crazy. It is, but it's it's all about just trying to keep power for one particular party. You know, because that same party will say that they are also patriotic. Only when it benefits them. It's, it's all about power, and it's it's a game, and it's unfortunate we're playing games with people's lives. You know, it's 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 not a game when your life is in the balance. Yeah, it's 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 really disgusting. Uh, it's just uh, I don't know, man. <clears throat> it's so frustrating. It's ridiculous, but it's the truth, and you have to confront the truth, and you have to deal with it. But that's just the way it is right now. And, you know, what can you do except for, uh, you know, stick up for yourself? That's basically all you, all you can do. And vote and, you know, and uh, get proactive. And But at the same time, they could just ruin a man. They can ruin you in, in two minutes. That's right. Take all your money. You know what they say. Um, the punishment is in the process. So, yes. you know. They could keep you going. They can keep you going on for years or two years, whatever, and you know, hiring lawyers and until you run out of money, and then they just they destroyed you. So that's all they really want to do, and that's what they want to, <laughs> and that's what they're doing. Absolutely. Hey, am I on a live right now? Or you're live right now, sir? Oh, okay. I didn't know. Well, I don't even care. I mean, I hope I, I was <laughs> hoping I was because. Uh- it's, it's, you know, just because, man, this is crazy. This is crazy. I got you, man. And, you know. All right. Well, I don't want to keep you too long, man. Unless you have any more questions, uh, I don't. I can't answer too much because uh, it's God honest truth. Uh, what I'm telling you, and this is what they're doing. They're even doing it to grandmothers. You know that. You know. Uh, who were somewhere at a specific time. <laughs> right. I'm with you, man. Well, thank you for your call. I appreciate you. Hey, thank you, man. I, I watch you all the time and thank you for answering because, uh, you know, I, I just wanted to let you know what's going on. Let your audience, which I'm part of, just let them know what's going on. You know, um, it's the God's honest truth and it's very sad. Uh, and you know, my right. brother is a great American. Thank you for your call, man. I appreciate anyway. you. All right. Thank you, man. Later. All right. Shout out to the caller. Calling last week to 757. Hey, baby. How are you doing? This is Steven. All right, man. It's all, it's all good. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Yeah, I was just calling. I was just 
hearing a lot of your uh, uh, over-intoxicated callers, and I figured I'd uh, call and try to shake it up a little bit. I got you. <laughs> no uh, doubt. Yeah. Um, I hear a lot of people call. I listen to you a bunch, but um, people talking about, you know, debt and, uh, like, college and just not having money for things. And um, right now I'm in construction. I've uh, been in construction for about like, six years now after I got out of the Marine Corps. And tell you the truth, construction is the best choice I ever did. Oh, is uh, that right? After the Marine Corps. Because, um, you know, I was able to go through an apprenticeship. I didn't have to, you know, get in debt. So I'm, ma- I'm making, like, really good money in construction. I'm a welder, pipe fitter. So, Excellent. Great um, money right there. You know, there's all sorts of good jobs out there. So if people are looking for uh, good opportunities, I would say jump in the trade, honestly. Um, you, you know, anything. Because um, these days, especially uh, with all the chip plants that are being built because of our uh, things going on with China and stuff, we're, we're finally building the chip plants because, like, oh, crap, you know, we got we got to build these things just in case Taiwan gets taken. So, um I would say for anybody that wants to have a good job and not have debt, I'd say get in the trade. Oh, definitely. That's something that is really missing because it's it's a demand for those jobs. People want to get into jobs like they don't understand. People sometimes ask me, what should I do for a living? How can I make money? It's like you got to find things that are in demand and, and, and do it. If you're trying to get into an oversaturated field, it's going to be hard for you to make money. If everybody wants to do one thing, it's hard for everybody to have a job. But Get into an in-demand field, things that are going on right now, a skilled trade especially, you can make plenty of money. I know traveling welders, they make a lot of money. So, uh, also, oh, yeah. like, yeah, that, that's, yeah. that's what I'm doing now, man. I tell you, uh, I've, I've only been uh, traveling right now. I'm actually, uh, <laughs> I, li- I used to be in, uh, back where you used to live in P-Town, Virginia. Oh, yeah, Portsmouth, <laughs> yeah, Pistol City, when yeah. I, when, I get, when, I got, when I got out of the Marine Corps, my parents were there, so I went back there, got in the trade and everything, but I've been on the road now, and uh, yeah, man, uh, you make good money. I mean, I make over one hundred twenty thousand a year after taxes, so mm-hmm. it's it's good mm-hmm. money. Um, but uh, I would say also just everything going on in, in the world with the whole money thing, just with like inflation and everything. Um, I would uh, just advise people, you know, quote unquote, just to you know be saving up and just uh, looking out because. Being in a trade like this, traveling, you get to talk to a bunch of different people. And I'm talking to a lot of guys that are into real estate as their kind of like side job. And um, this whole market with housing and everything, it's like 2008 all over again, brother. Yeah. Because um, recently they, um, they just uh, did something with the banks, letting people with lower credit scores and with garbage credit and everything be able to get a house. It's just what they did in 2008 because they're going to let these people get a house and then all of a sudden the bubble's going to part, you know, burst and it's going to be like, well, you can't pay for it, so uh, I'm going to take your house. So it, it's like 2008 all over again. So I'd say for people to be careful about buying a house for the next year or so and after this market bursts, then it'll be the time to, you know, get into a, a place like that. Well, absolutely. Like where I live, the, the prices have gone up like 50%. Like in my neighborhood, they're still building houses and there's another house that's like the same as mine. It's like 50% more than what I paid. It's like that. It's the same yeah. house, basically. That's not sustainable. It's going to burst real soon. So trying to buy a house right now makes no sense. Yeah. 
Um, and just one more thing, I don't want to take up too much of your time, but um, just uh, as far as um, the whole <laughs> Martha's Vineyard thing, man, I, I was laughing like crazy when I saw that, man. <laughs> I was like, I thought time something like that happened. Uh, oh, it, was, it was hilarious. Uh, one of my buddies, uh, we were watching the video, and um, <laughs> we were like, man, if, uh, if he could just send another busload, and just um, have him pinch, pinch tent up in Obama's front yard. I mean, come on. <laughs> Obama got all that land, man. You know? Exactly. Are you free, perfect? Free love. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. I'm going to let you go. Have, have a good night. Thank you for the call, man. I appreciate you. Yeah, bye. All right. Shout out to the caller from, from Virginia, from you stay out my old stomping ground out, out Portsmouth. Uh, but they say P Town. Uh, when I was a kid, we called it Pistol City. It was super it was super dangerous when I was a young and like in the nineties it was a mess. And now it's just kinda like it's like a I don't I don't know what you really call it. Certain spots of Portsmouth are still nice, but certain spots you just don't really go. Nine zero three, you don't know how much speaker to. Stay out my old stopping ground. Oh wow. I've got ABL on the line. How you doing, man? Can you hear me? I heard you well. Uh hey, uh I hear you always say that you uh, you appreciate your listeners for uh, following your uh, programs and we appreciate your callers. I hope you know that we really, really appreciate what you're doing as well. Oh, thank you, man. It means, it means a lot to me. I'm glad I can, you know, bring something to your life. So I thank you for that. It means a lot to me. Uh, yeah, very much, very much appreciative of what you do and uh, glad that some people are, you know, saying what they feel is going on. Um, I'll be, tr- I'll try to be as short and concise as I can with my point that I want to make. Um, so if, if we take like a CRT, Black Lives Matter, uh, uh, the LGBTQ community, our government, our media, everything, and wrap it all into one thing, to me, the most plausible explanation for everything that is going on is we're, we are in the middle of a communist takeover. So, uh, I, I want to kind of hear what you think about that. And, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to kind of hang up and uh, listen to what you have to say, man. Well, thank you for the call, man. I appreciate you. Yes, sir. I'm Marshall from Waco, Texas. Have a great night. All right. Now, same to you. Yeah. Now, as far as the communist takeover, that's been going on for a long time. That's been going on for many years. We've been trying to fight against that ever since, what was that? McCarthyism? Is that what I, is that, am I getting it right? where they were trying to find a list of people that were communists. Like, we, we were fighting against this for a long time. And it's been a thing that has been outside influences trying to make us go that direction. And it's also been inside people making us go that direction. And that are just saying things out in the open. And Uncle Tom, too, if you've seen that movie. If you've not, go to UncleTom.com. Check it out right now. But in Uncle Tom, too, it's laid out right there. How you have Black Lives Matter. They're openly trained Marxists. Patrice Cullors, the infamous real estate lady, <laughs> you're talking about she went from a revolutionary to Susie Orman. But anyway, she said on television on numerous occasions that they are trained Marxists. And it was a white guy in the background training them to be Marxists, to be so-called revolutionaries. And all, all this goes to socialism. It goes to communism. That's just what happens. That's what happens. So... We're being inundated with that kind of propaganda from all points of life, from television, movies, social media, um, quote unquote, street revolutions, politicians, teachers, K through 12, college, 
advanced degrees, et cetera. It's everywhere. You can't really, it's hard to escape it. And part of this whole thing with the LGBTQ elemental P, they're kind of like just trying to piggyback on it and put their stuff in there. They're trying to collapse society from within. So, yeah, and that's part of the reason why it's such a big fight. With everything we're doing, it's such a big fight against it, and it's so vicious because people really want to see us go a different direction than what, than what we want to go. You see? So, definitely, we are under an attack, so to speak, from people that want to have us go the direction of communism. I agree with that. 803, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? 803, hello. All right, you're not ready, 803. Oh, and there's a, a new caller. So if you're calling in, please be ready to answer the phone. You cannot watch the stream and sync it. It's not going to work. As a matter of fact, when you pick up the phone, just turn the stream down or turn it off. Don't watch it because it's going to throw you off. You can be like, is it a delay? Yes, it's a delay. 919, you're on line. I'm going to speak to Hey, this is Jay from North Carolina. All right, what's going on? So, um, and sorry about before, I called before and the phone went out. <laughs> oh, it's all good. Um, no, I just wanted to um, quickly kind of talk about some um, things. I know a lot of people talk about like California and New York, kind of with like all the homeless problems and everything. The other day, I actually spoke with a police officer um, in, in here in Raleigh. And he was saying, because I don't know if people are aware, there's been like an influx of like campsites and tent cities going on in Raleigh, like in Durham also. And he said that the politicians are basically telling the um, police officers they can't do anything about it. They can't, um, you know, tell them to move. They can't figure out how to remedy any of the issues. So, you know, people keep voting in all these politicians. And a lot of people, as they know, North Carolina is pretty much blue now. Yeah. So, you know, um, he was saying that, no matter what people do. And now the other issue is they're not just in like business areas, but they're starting to move into residential areas as well. And people are complaining, but the officers are told they can't do anything about it. Mm. So I don't know if people are, you know, aware of that, even there that there's starting to be um, issues. And also <laughs> a lot of the um, Homeless people, they have like cash apps on their their signs also, <laughs> which I think that's kind of <laughs> that's kind of funny also. So it's like you don't even have to pull your window down. You can just look at what their cash app is and, and go from there. And also something else that the officer said was that fentanyl is actually really, really bad right now in North Carolina. And they've had a lot of like overdoses, like younger people as well. And a lot of people aren't really paying attention to that. So yeah, that's it's bad. I think that people need to. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was saying it's, it's bad everywhere because they said that fentanyl is now yeah. the leading cause of death for Americans under the age of 45, if I'm not mistaken, beyond yes. beyond mm -hmm. heart disease and everything mm -hmm. else. It's, it's really bad. Mm -hmm. So I think that people just really need to pay attention. It's not just, like I said, California, New York, but these people that are coming in, they're being, as you, as we see with everybody, you know, they're dropping them off everywhere. And, you know, you can see the demographic of places just changing. And it's just not something that, you know, people are aware of or just speaking up against, you know, in different areas. So it's not just your big cities and everything like that. So people just need to kind of keep an eye on that as well. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. So, yeah. But I want to thank you, ABL, for everything. You're like beyond awesome. 
I was also, my last Democrat voting was for Obama. I'll never do that again. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I just want to thank you for always putting out really cool knowledge. Everybody in the chat, you guys are awesome. So I just want to say that. Thanks a lot for everything you're doing. Thank you for the call. I appreciate you. All right. Have a good one. All right. Great call. And you guys are the best audience anywhere on these internets. If you enjoy what you're hearing thus far, please give the video a thumbs up if you have not done so already. Let's continue here. And let's go to the phone lines are blowing up. Y'all, please bear with me. 203, you're on the line I'm speaking to. Hey, Mr. Anthony. <laughs> What's going on, man? Man, you've been awesome. You've been on fire tonight. Thank you. Appreciate it. For real. I have loved everything that you have had to say, man. It, it's been exponentially, man, awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Thank and you. You know what? To be honest, you really touched me. You touched me tonight, man. You've been... It's amazing. I, I I don't know. You've been touching people's hearts, man. You touched my heart. My heart. People, like even my wife and I, we're sitting here and we're like, wow. This I dude. Pray for everybody that's hurting, whose hearts are heavy. Yeah, man. Stuff is going on. It's on and fire. And you're, you're on point. yeah, on point, man. On point. Well, thank you, man. With you, the window is at your back. 100%, man. A hundred percent. Like I, I can't even. I was like, what am I gonna say to this guy? He, you, you are touching everybody's hearts and souls. It's amazing. It's, it's amazing. Well, I, I appreciate. It. I thank y'all a lot. It means a whole lot to me. Thank y'all seriously. Yeah, man, for real. And I really appreciate it. You, you were touching on that other dude's heart who called in, you touched on the other guy's heart, who was talking about his brother, it's like nonstop. I'm like, wow, this dude, you're doing the Lord's work. <laughs> no no doubt, absolutely. They have over here. Keep it, they have. Well, keep it up, bro. Thank you for the call, appreciate y'all. Yeah, I just want to say I love you, man. You're awesome. Thank you. All right now. Uh, hey, everybody's having a, a good time tonight, huh? Everybody, everybody partying. Everybody part. I over here on my hint water. Everybody got their um, they, they, they drink a choice. They got their um, got <laughs> got that uh the the MD twenty twenty over there. You know what I'm talking about? That 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 rough stuff. But let me keep on going here. And the phone lines are blowing up, y'all. Please bear with me. Let's go to. Six one nine, you don't lie. Who am I speaking to? Anthony. Yes. Um, this is Brandy. All right, what's going on? Hey, okay, so question. So everything is going on with um the illegal immigrants going to Martha's Vineyard or whatever. So is that like really um uh goodness gracious, passive aggressive behavior? Like <laughs> I mean, I just want to understand like is that a way that they're really trying to control or that is this like a power move? Now, please understand, I'm neither liberal nor conservative. I'm just asking a question. 
Okay, so I'm I'm not sure I understand the question. So you're saying, like, who who's being aggressive? I, I'm not quite sure I got it. Well, what I'm asking is the illegal immigrants that were dropped off in Martha's Vineyard. Yeah. Was that like a legit move? Like something that, you know, that they had no other choice to do? Or was it like a power move, like being passive aggressive is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. I see your question. Now, the thing is, when the legal aliens come to the country, I got to just give a little bit of background for people that may not know. Mm Mm-hmm. So okay. when illegal aliens come to the country, many times they're given free plane rides to certain parts of the country. They don't just stay right there the whole time in the, at the border. So let's say, for example, mm-hmm. if a legal alien says, okay, I have family in Texas, not that Texas part, that's a bad example. I have family in Chicago, Illinois. They'll get a, pl- a free okay. plane ride on a, on a taxpayer dime to Chicago. So lot, you, you'll see them in the airport a lot of times. They'll be kind of huddled among themselves. They ain't speaking no English. They got somebody there with them. It'd be a whole family of like 10 people. Like you see that all the time on the plane, commercial flight with, with you and I. So mm-hmm. to send them to Martha's Vineyard is not much different than doing that. But what it does is send them to a place that appears to be a sanctuary. They say that they're open to migrants and people of color and immigrants and everything else. And indigenous people. So if they're open to people like that, why not send them there? They said it was uh, inhumane. Why is it inhumane to send them to a beautiful place in Martha's Vineyard? It's a beautiful place, and they have plenty of money. Yeah. It's a rich place, so it makes sense. And also, it's a way for people to have the problem at their doorstep because a lot of these people, they'll vote for open borders without having to deal with the problem. If they lived on the border, oh. yeah, if, if they live right there in Eagle Pass, Texas, El Paso, Texas, or somewhere along the border, Brownsville, they would not vote for it because that would cause them to have a problem. You see what I mean? So it's, it's a matter of just mm-hmm. showing them, hey, here's a problem. And also, if you want to be so open and welcoming, well, here you are. <laughs> well, it just might work. I don't know. what. Like, what do you foresee ha- happening at this point? What's going to happen is they're going to keep on doing that. You're going to have Greg Abbott, DeSantis, uh, New Mexico governor. They're all going to keep on doing it until something happens. And you are, you seeing things starting to go on right now. Texas is like, Hey, we need more federal protection. We need more federal dollars down here. We need the wall. They don't want to do it. They don't want to, they want to do the bare minimum or nothing at the Southern border where the problem is. So if the problem migrates to DC where the politicals live, if it migrates to some of these nice posh liberal places where they go vacation and play and have their nice secure locations. And then the crime starts to happen. Then they're going to be like, okay, now we got to do something. We got to come to the table. But before, it's easy to say, have the border open when it's not our problem. But now, it's their problem. Now they got to try to solve it. Right. Okay, well, it just might just might work. I think I'm going to keep my ears open. Well, my ears open to see exactly what happens with this. Um. Okay, well, that's what I was calling to ask about. And, you know, because I've really been like, I don't know. I don't. I like people to be direct and upfront with things, and like I just kind of got a like a feeling, like uh, you know, that's a little bit on the you know <laughs> passive aggressive. I did. I don't really like things like that. But seeing how, like, okay, yeah, you you're welcoming to the idea when it didn't involve you, but now that it involves you, you know, so exactly. Now they just might do something. All right. Well, I'm gonna get off of here. It was good talking with you. Thank you for the call. I appreciate you. All right. All right. Great call. 
Let's get some more calls here. And the phone lines are blowing up. 818, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Oh, hey, uh, ABL. First, I want to say I love your show. Uh, I've been listening a long time. Uh, so I just wanted to say, you know, on the video, I with, with the, you know, the Californians going to Texas, uh, I was born and raised in the Valley, uh, you know, from L.A., moved out to Texas. And I could tell you, best thing of my life, best thing I ever did. Um, and, you know, recent move too. Now, the thing is, my wife and I, we had a real good chuckle about that as well. Because uh, is there too many bugs here? Absolutely. It's a little warm, not bad. People with sidearms, love it. Uh, you know, when it comes down to, uh, and that, I will, I will admit this. You know, when I first got out here, somebody asked me for help. I was very skeptical because in my mind, I didn't say it, but in my mind, I'm like, what does this dude want? <laughs> 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 but, but yeah, there was no homeless. You know, I, I mean, I'm just loving every every minute of it. You know, I don't think you can even pay me to go back. Um, you know, the, it just, it blows my mind how, uh, how actually, how awesome it is. Uh, you know, and, uh, you know, I know there's a lot of people you know, like myself that was born and raised there. They'll ride and die for, you know, in LA and everything else. But you know what? I got wife, kids, and you know what? I want that family life. I don't want to be, uh, stuck, you know, in a rut with no way up. So, uh, just had, kind of had to put it out there, you know, is there some stereotype on that? Yeah. But uh, I mean, stereotypes are out there for a reason, right? But uh, but yeah, no, I just just had to say though, absolutely love it out here, um, and, and definitely not gonna be voting any liberal policies anytime <laughs> soon, no way. Uh, but anyway, I just wanted to go ahead and say that that you might get a good laugh about that. Uh, thank you again for your show, and I uh, hope you have a good night. Thank you for the call, man. I appreciate you. Yeah. Yeah, man, that, that's a good move going from uh, the Valley out there to Texas. You know, I know it's a it's a cultural shot for you, but it's definitely a good move. And once you get beyond that initial cultural shot, you you be good money. <coughs> Excuse me. Some dust or something just flew in my nose and was like, you're going to make you sneeze right now, sir. All right, I got a little bit of time left. I'll get some more calls here. Okay, let's let's go to... Seven seven three. You don't lie. I'm speaking to. Uh, ABL. It's your Chicago uh, retired Chicago police officer friend. I'm glad you got to me this week. Right on. Because these subjects are really triggering. Yeah. <laughs> you know, first of all, you know these leftists are such hypocrites. First of all, you got the news talking about uh, the migrants didn't even know where they were at. Well, let me tell you something. If you if you took a poll and you asked people where Martha's Vineyard was at they would probably think it was somewhere in wine country in Napa Valley, California. So that's number one. Right. I mean, half the people in this country wouldn't know where Martha Vineyard, Martha's Vineyard is at. That's right. Number two, I love these leftists. You know, they're all about the philosophical idea of, you know, uh, socialism and all that. But when it's on their doorstep, then people like my mayor, Mayor Lightfoot, she sends she sends the busload of people to the to the rich suburb. Uh, Martha's Vineyard. Oh yeah, we love a, a Black Lives Matter. We love Antifa. We love all the people and everything else. They got one little busload of people, fifty people, and it was a crisis. For fifty people, three hundred news people showed up on the island. Uh, let alone everything else. They don't. And you know, Ivan was saying that they don't have the resources. 
Well, let me tell you, look it up. Look it up. The average home price in Martha's Vineyard went from 875000 to $1.1 million. Okay? <laughs> That's the average price. Right. That's not the highest one. So, yeah, they have resources. Let's just say what it is. They don't want them on their doorstep. It's a philosophical thing. Oh, yeah, let everybody in. So, you know, oh, uh, these other people, they didn't uh, notify the governor or the mayor or anything else. Well, who notified the Texas governor or the, the mayor of these Texas towns where hundreds of thousands of migrants showed up? And, you know, ABL, here's the thing. You, uh, you know, when I was younger, before I was the police, I worked construction. You know, a lot of these Hispanics from all the, you know, the, these Latin countries below us, they're hardworking, good people. But the thing is, we can't absorb everybody from the world here in our small country of the United States. You know, we cannot absorb all that. I'm sure most of them are decent people, but we just can't absorb it. And they were arguing, you know, they're, they're having a fit for 50 people, for 50 people. The millions have come over here. The, the, the border was just open. This is why, and excuse me, because I'm a little triggered, but this is why the news has talked nothing except Trump, Trump, Trump. Why? Because they want to play this shell game where they keep – Trump's name in the news and all the bad things that Trump did in this and the, you know, the insurrection and all that and keep the, you know, keep the topic off of Biden, who's the president and has been for the last two years, the economy, gas prices, uh, you know, the open border, uh, Afghanistan, leaving all that, that, that uh, military equipment in Afghanistan, all these other things, they, they want you to focus on Trump. They want Trump in the news because that's what they want to do. They want to bombard you with, you know, Trump did this and Trump did that and take, take the eyes off of Biden. What this has done by sending these people, these migrants to these liberal cities like mine, like, uh, like uh, Martha's Vineyard and other places, it puts it in the news. So that you see what's happening with open borders, what's happening with the open borders. Otherwise, they would just they, it wouldn't be a news story. It wouldn't be a news story otherwise. You know, not on my doorstep. That's that's the way they you know, that's what they want. They don't want it on their doorstep. Suddenly they're shipping these people out. Oh, sad. Goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye. Good riddance. Get off of my doorstep. You know, they should start a tent city on Martha's Vineyard. There's more than enough land there. Go and do that. One other thing. I have a new respect for Kanye West. I really do. I'm not into his music. I'm too old for that. But the thing is, I have a new respect for him. Because, see, Trump, that's one thing Trump knew, is that, you know, places like Nike and these other companies, you know, they're businessmen. They know where every penny is going. You don't think people from Nike know that somebody from Bangladesh is, is, you know, some eight-year-old from Bangladesh is sewing their footballs and soccer balls together. And all you would have to do, like Trump wanted to do, is just say, if you want to bring those footballs and those soccer balls back to this country and sell them here, 
Well, it's going to cost you $300 a ball. That's how much the taxes, the tariff is on that. And watch how fast they start making those over here again. Because not everybody can do, you know, can be, you know, a mathematician or a doctor or a lawyer. You have to have some lower paying jobs in this country to keep people working. I mean, even um, uh, his name escapes me from uh, Tesla and um, Elon. Uh, help me out. Yeah. Yeah. Elon Musk even said, you're going to have to have some kind of living wage. Well, that's putting that's putting everybody on welfare. Why? Because they're not going to have enough jobs to go around. You know, Clinton did that uh, that one treaty with Mexico. And what happened? All the car companies went over to Mexico to build their cars and things like that. You know, when you do this, you know, let China make make a chump out of you. I mean, things are going good with Trump. The problem with Trump is he's a New Yorker and he's, you know, he's very brash. And that doesn't, you know, sit well with people. But the guy had his own money and he wasn't going to put up with any of their nonsense. And he was, you know, that's the good thing about Trump is that he didn't put up with anybody's nonsense. He knew what they were doing. And he said, no, we're not going to put up with that. Sorry. You know. Buy buy the oil from us, Germany, instead of Russia. We're gonna and now look where Germany is at with their oil and everything else, buying it from Russia. Anyway, that you know, I know it's the end of the show here, ABL, and you know I love participating in your show. I always listen to your videos through the week. You're right on the money with everything. This is a really a triggering thing, but you know, uh, it is what it is. So. Uh, Thanks a lot, ABL. Love your show, and I'll talk to you later. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate you. All righty. That will be a wrap for the show. I got quite a few calls still on deck. I'm sorry I can't get to all of them. Don't blame me for not being able to get to you. You know who to blame. Blame the white man. But that'll be a wrap. You guys have been a fantastic audience, as always. Thank you to the mods for doing what you do, keeping the trolls nice and in check. Thank you to everybody that's been here, that's been watching, supporting, super chatting, uh, liking, retweeting, whatever you're doing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I mean that a lot. If you've been drinking, please get sober. <laughs> but nah, sh- shout out to everybody that's calling in. I appreciate y'all. And um, I got super chats on deck. I'm going to read those right quick. And then I wrap it on up, put the bowl clean on top. Thank you to um, Papa Naya Shelley for being a member and also for saying illegals get my tax money for room and board. Why? That's how it goes. It shouldn't be that way. I, I can't answer your question. Why? It's just, it is what it is, right? Shout out to Mad World who says they get a free plane ride and a bag of peanuts. That's more of a variation of a vacation than I've gotten. Exactly. <laughs> Can I get a free ride and a bag of peanuts, uh, them biscotti cookies in the, in the ginger ale? How about that for free? That'd be great. Thank you to Chase Cartwright who says he's a liberal, LOL, speaking about an earlier call, and also MAGA, exclamation mark. Thank you to Kathy Cover for your generous donation. I appreciate you for that. Thank you to Monique Price who says, hey, ABO, just wondering, have you been following Dr. Oz versus Fetterman debacle? If so, thoughts, keep up the good work. Thank you for that. Um, I have been following the whole thing. Fetterman had a stroke and it's clearly not right. He's clearly not back to the way he was. So he doesn't have a debate because he's not going to look well in the debate. Fetterman thinks that he is leading in the polls, which I think he might be leading in the polls depending upon who you ask, he's like, I'm leading in the polls right now. 
all I got to do is not die on stage and not be all right. That's what he's thinking. So if he goes up there and has a debate and he's going to look really crazy, like you could go on stage and kind of like flub your way through it a little bit. But a debate, when you sit down at the table and talking to somebody, you got to be sharp and quick with it. And if you're not, it's going to be a wrap. So he doesn't want to do that because it'll expose him. But the, the flip side is he shouldn't even really be in the position to almost win. Dr. Oz might not be a good candidate, but that's who we have. You got to rally behind him. Thank you to Michael Critchlow who says, it's official. Kanye West has been watching your channel, ABL. Scamdemic. Oops, I mean pandemic. Uh, hey, shout out to Kanye. If you're watching, man, thank you for using that. I appreciate it. It says, that's all you. He needs to write you a check. <laughs> now, I don't want, no, I don't want nothing. I don't, I don't want no recognition. All I want is for him to know that. Him knowing it and saying it is payment for me because I'm here to spread the word. You know, I make money on my own. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Him knowing it and spreading it is enough for me. That's 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 like gold right there. But that'll be a wrap for me. You guys have been fantastic tonight. I could not do the show without you. I'll be back live again on Wednesday of this week. Same time, same place, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This will be available as a podcast for free on your favorite audio streaming platform, whether that be Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, etc. This will be available on 8 a.m. tomorrow, which would be Sunday. That's Eastern Time. But that will be a wrap. So until next time, y'all be safe. I'm out. And peace.